feel fucking betrayed. Betrayed by my producer. Are you ready to do this <laughs> again? Yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Round two. I mean, we're we're all like, you know, a million years into the fucking first time. Take two. Fuck it. Fuck it. So a slight editing note. We just recorded about an hour and something of audio, and it got crashed. It's okay. We'll muscle through it. Yeah. We could do this shit all day. Yeah, sure we can. I could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. My new mic is, uh, is apparently, you know, totally fucking awesome. Didn't listen to the producer. You just went out and did your own didn't, thing, didn't listen and now to you caused problems. Now the producer can't handle fucking, you know, changes to to the main plan. Hopefully, you've learned a lesson. Uh, hopefully, I've learned not to trust you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the end of time. I'm again, <laughs> welcome to the time yeah, for for them again. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Adam, and I'm Greg. What, Greg? It's what is Greg. this? Oh, no. oh my God. As promised, we do have a guest on the guest cast today. Oh, man. Co-worker, friend of mine, Greg. So, How you doing so today, Greg? Greg. Doing good. How are you doing? Shoot. I'm doing great. I'm recording for the podcast. I'm always great. Mm. So, uh, Greg's a good friend of mine. Uh, he's got some gaming credo behind him. Uh, I've talked to him at length at times about games. And yeah, he holds up. He holds up. Does he? Does he really hold up? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We had to put him through the trials. So. Oh, Oh, you want to do the trials? You had to do it. Send me through the gauntlet. I guess he will be the first gauntlet on the guest cast. Yeah, when we have guests on here, we gotta we gotta find out. Cause see, now I know you, but Adam doesn't know you, and of course the audience doesn't know you. So we need to know we need to know what kind of gamer we're getting with uh, this gaming podcast. So we have uh, we got some questions we'd like to ask you to see what see if you fit the bill, see if you're up to snuff. You think you're ready? Hit me with him. <sighs> All right. All right, question number one, Greg. Question one. Domino's, Pizza Hut, Papa John's. Go. Domino's. Oh, you. Oh, God. Adam. Domino's is fucking disgusting. Adam, take the next question, oh, please. Oh, God. All right. Best soundtrack in a video game. Best soundtrack in a video God, game? God, swinging Ooh. again. <laughs> wow. I don't pull punches, bitch. Straight for the gut punch. I don't know about TikTok. I don't know about best. My favorite? Yeah, go for Link it. Link to the past. Ooh. Okay. All right, dude. Okay. You redeem yourself from the Domino's bullshit a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. All right, question two. Do you, do you like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Greg? I do. Do you like uh, like Wildberry Skittles? Like what Skittles? Do you like Skittles? Yes, I like Skittles. All right, you got to pick between Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Skittles. Go. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay, not bad. Not bad. He can survive. Hit, hit him. Hit him with it, Adam. Okay. Okay. So, if you were trapped in a room for the rest of your life, and you could only bring one game with you, what game would it be? God. God Adam, man. just haymakers. Oh, there is. I'm sorry, Greg, that there's no hold board here, buddy. God. Right? One game. And the clock's ticking, huh? Yeah. yeah. Clock's ticking. Everybody's eager to know. I know. They want In, inquiring know. minds want to know. My mind wants to fucking know that question. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, God. The only correct answer is a multiplayer game so you can get untrapped from the room. Does the room have internet? No. Well, then what's the point of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. 
one game the rest of my fucking life. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it has to be a currently existing game. That's we, we, we understand this is off the cuff, so yeah. you know you have to think about it right now. We, depending on the answer, we may or may not hold you to the fire. Oh, you're gonna hold me to the fire anyway. I feel it coming, man. One game the rest of my life, probably. Buckle up. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm gonna take Skyrim with me. Controversy. Damn. <laughs> That's not too bad, I guess. Damn. I never played it, so I don't know. I, I guess. I mean, you know, you could mod it out, but you don't have the internet, so okay, you'll just you'll just be dead. All right, here's a here's a toughie. You ready? Here we go. Which is the better video game franchise, Metal Gear as a whole, or Mega Man? Oh, you had to say as a whole, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm gonna stick to my guns and say Metal Gear as a whole. Oh, oh god, po- podcast is over. Damn. <laughs> Podcast is over. Over. Adam, you better pull a question out and save his ass. All right, let's see. Cocaine or heroin? No. 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 This is not the fucking drug cast. Drug cast. Okay. His answer's cocaine. (laughs) Sometimes he mistakes it for BC powder, so hey. That's what we use during the cast. No, stop. Stop. I mean, you thought this was like that's nasty. fine, man. You pass the test. I'm sure throughout conversation in this podcast today, people will get a good idea. You, you, you're on your shit with gaming. Uh, if they don't know, why don't you give them some history about where you come from in the gaming world? Some <clears> consoles, <throat> games. Tell them what you what you love, what you knew about, what your history. Uh, just going way back, right to the very beginning. Uh, had a grandma that was super into video games with her uh, NES and her Super NES. Oh, wow. Um, At the same damn time. Same time. That was probably my earliest experiences. Uh, multiplayer or multitasker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Playing uh, the original Zelda, some ghouls and ghosts. Mm. Uh, even, had this, even had the zapper gun for some duck hunt. No, fuck I, you. Heard I, that no zapper. I heard that ghost. I had duck hunt, but I didn't have a fucking zapper. Can you just imagine my life. <laughs> but did you have Rob? Man, do, no. Oh, God, no. Yes. No, Rob? He oh, knows God. what these things are. People. I know what it is, but God, no. Uh, block robot. <laughs> yeah, past that, uh, first console I actually owned was PlayStation 1. Uh, first game that I can say I remember beating and felt great about it was the Disney Hercules game. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, big, that's big achievement. That okay. Big old <laughs> achievement. Again. One of the all-time hardest games of all time right there. When you're seven? You bet your ass it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, we I mean, we mentioned that before on our cast, too. When you're young, when you don't have a job and you don't have money, when you don't get allowance or whatever, you kind of take what you got. It's what you, it's what your parents got you and what your friends let you borrow or what you rented. I mean, you didn't really have too much yeah, choice. Try beating the karate kid. <laughs> it's actually a point that Adam brought up, too, is that, and this will go into the console war, which will, the console, the gaming war that we'll have down the road. The people that, you know, say when they were a kid, you know, oh, well, I was a kid, the damn PlayStation was better. And the other, the other guy was like, well, I think the N64 was better. And me and Adam are on the sideline going, you know, that's you're just a victim of whichever one your parents let you buy. So yep. you didn't really have a lot of say in it, period. So. Yeah, yeah, zero say in it unless your parents were just completely fucking. I mean, even back then, the consoles were pretty damn expensive. Yeah. They're equivalent to, you know, a couple four five hundred dollars nowadays dollars yeah. so you're, you're you're looking at chunking out a significant you know significant amount of money 
and the chances that they would do that twice to get you both systems mm-hmm. not happen. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, again, I took what I got. I had a Super Nintendo because I bought it, but I mean, I liked the Sega Genesis. I liked the Nintendo. I liked everything around me. I didn't. I I wasn't that hard up on mine was better than yours. I wanted it all. Well, see, the best part about the neighborhood I grew up in was the fact that everybody had something different. Mm, that's so, cool. like, you come to my house, you play the PlayStation. You go next door, he's got the sixty four kid down the street's got the sega genesis so it all worked out and there was never really a like mine's better than yours it's like well let's play sonic or let's yeah. play fucking mario mm-hmm. take what everybody is yep. yep so yeah he's in a, he's on our age group he's come up with the history that we've come up with and he can speak he can speak at length about certain games and titles so uh he's good company folks you should enjoy him uh you should definitely enjoy him yeah Enjoy him. Sweet fucking beard. Enjoy him. Oh, yeah. He, again, no video, but yeah, he's got a sweet stash and beard going on. Yeah, it looks like he's got some hair. Hair's pretty nice, too. So, mm. in comparison to me and you, yeah, he's got us beat all the way around. Mm. Uh, Greg, tell us what you did this past week in gaming and life, movies, music, whatever. Just tell us how your past week or so has been. This past week's been pretty good. Uh, still uh, working on the self mutilation that is Dark Souls from the oh. first. Very first virgin go around. We have another one, folks. Woo! Just when you thought the Dark Souls podcast was over. Fuck you. We're going to talk about it forever. (laughs) How you liking it? I fucking hate it so much. I love it. Damn it. That's a that's a that's a that, statement that though. Is, I hate it so much. I love it. Not it, I hate it. Period. Just it's just this this feeling I've never felt before when you pick up a controller and it's just like God damn it, here we go. Mm-hmm. You start having to like wipe your hands on the fucking you know, seat next to you like oh god. You're like rubbing your pants, trying to get the sweat off. I've heard you say uh, a a fairly good quote is that you would put this up in your top ten of all time. I definitely would you want to flesh that out a little bit more tell the audience why you think it's in the top 10 why why you love it so much there's there's something about this game and i think you've you've touched on it before about like an artificial difficulty type thing it's just hard to be hard but really when it comes down to it like you just gotta just gotta get good Mm -hmm. never knew what get good meant i picked up this game the first time this game will do that to you like i'm just like you know i hear people playing i'm like okay let me go through see what it's about no like, all right, I'm five minutes in. Let's die. Let's yeah. do it again. <laughs> yep. And let's just fucking die some more. That's, a, that's the thing about it is it, like, slowly builds you up. It's like, okay, work on this skill. And then, you know, a couple minutes later, it's like, okay, you've, you've got to master that. Now, use that skill in conjunction with this. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just keeps building and building and building and building until you finally have, you know, a repertoire of stuff you're throwing at you. you and know? you still get butt fucked. And you still yeah. get butt fucked. You still get it right But up. it's always your fucking fault. Or it's mm. usually your fault. Sometimes yeah. sometimes you're just walking down a corridor and a dragon decides to swoop down and kill you <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. Because you didn't know that you were supposed to be sprinting the entire fucking time. There is a moderate amount of trial, trial and, and error, error in this game, but it's not it's not equated to something like uh you know the the, the 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 live and die games that are on the PC, the Steam type of games uh, that you have to die. Like, oh, I stepped forward. Oh, there was a pit there. I didn't know the pit was going to be there. Ha ha! Jokes on me. All right, now I'm going to live. I'm going to jump over the pit. Oh no! A fucking thing swiped me in the head. I guess I better duck next time. Ha ha! Jokes on me. Uh, this game has a couple things like that. There's actually a, a since fortress is kind of designed around that. But that's not the predominant aspect of the game. The game is, here's the mechanics, 
here's what we put in front of you. You have ample time, ample ability. Figure this shit out. Yeah, it's definitely not something that you just chip away and get a little bit further each time. Like, if you don't figure out how to play this game, you're not going to fucking beat yeah, this you, game. You, the fucking first enemies will just rape you. Yeah. They're just going to grab you, you know, take away everything that you love and, yeah. and you know, come to your house and rape your grandma. I did my best to sell this game to, to Greg, but I, tr- I think I did a fairly good job of not spoiling it because, again... This game has this wonderful aspect of the first playthrough, like like most games. But your second time through Dark Souls or Demon Souls or Bloodborne, you already know most of the tricks of the trade. You know what's coming down the hallway. You know what enemies weak to what. You know the tactics to beat this boss. Yeah. You still got to take it seriously though. You still you you, you can't back down in your game. You gotta you gotta get good and you have to stay good. Let me, let me ask you this question: What kind of character did you make? Did you make, like, a melee fighter? Did you make a mage? What did you make? I went uh, with a melee fighter. I think, it, like, a thief or whatever they call it in that. Mm-hmm. I think a bandit was it, yeah. Yeah. That's actually a real good one a to start thief, with. Something like that. Yeah. It, but what I've found is that if you, you know, go through your virgin run as a melee fighter, you you come out a lot better than the people who came in as a, uh, a mage or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because you'll... Develop the the dodging and uh, countering skills required for you know high level gameplay. Yeah. If you go in and you're like, oh well, let me just run away from this dude and cast fireball. It's a lot less challenging. And then when you get put in shit's position, you're like, I don't have the skills to cope. See, when I play games like that, I, I never, I very rarely go with like a like a major like a range type character because it just kind of takes the fun. Like, let me just back yeah. up and just. Shoot arrows or fireballs or lightning bolts or flowers or whatever the fuck I've got to throw. No matter at you. what the game, no matter what the game series, it could be Skyrim, it could be Dragon Age Inquisition, any kind of game where you can have the sword and shield fighter. I always start with sword and shield. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, and then I and then I will progress to two handed weapon, and then I progress to mage. Yeah. And yeah. then after that, I'll do my my thief run. And this uh, game is and good. My, my ranged fighter. This game is caster. good for that. It's the the multiple classes. It's worth a replay through on new game to just try out different classes. Because, as he said, a mage fighter is great, but it's a stark comparison to you starting with a sword and shield. It's it's there's different tactics, different okay. different mindset. Well, see, and the the thing, you know, sort of on the same point is like just having that sword and shield and just seeing these gigantic demonic motherfuckers drop down and just know that I gotta get right up in your nuts yep. and not yep. die. You gotta you gotta go in there, you know, headstrong. <laughs> At some point you're gonna have to put, you know, get within arm's reach of this son yeah, of a bitch. Like yeah. I can strafe around you for an hour, but mm-hmm. that ain't gonna do shit. Like time to get in there. So you've already got that initial fog gate fear going on now where you you see Ooh. a fog gate and you're like <sighs> Yeah. I just had just no, had my best no. one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah? yeah? Yeah, that uh, motherfucking Capra demon and his two little bitch dogs. Oh, he fought the Capra demon. Spoilers! Spoilers. Oh, no, there's a Capra demon in the game. Somewhere in the game. (laughs) Somewhere in the game. So tell us about your fight with the Capra demon. What did you get involved in? Man, so the first few fall gates, you know, you you know there's a boss back there, but, you know, you you walk across a room, you you get a few steps in, and like, okay, where's he going to jump out of? So I'm like... Got my shield up ready for that and hit that fog gate and there's just big ass goat motherfucker and his two big ass yeah, dogs yeah, right in your face. Yeah, that is my favorite part about these Souls games is like 
anytime you you're just like in an unknown area and you just instinctively put your shield up and walk forward like oh my god what the fuck is about to jump i know something is about to come Mm. but i don't know what it is or where it's coming from let me just guard and walk forward yep yep (laughs) and uh any other game you're just like oh let me sprint forward to the next screen nope no no fuck that I've noticed that about myself too. Is as a gamer and like an action game or platform game, I seem to always have the run button engaged, and I'm always moving forward. I'm always yeah. You, you just only go, you, go 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 yeah. Go. You only do that for about five ten minutes in Dark Souls, and the game says you need to fucking chill out, buddy. It's like you, you need, need to you need to put your shield up and have your sword at the ready, and you need to walk forward. You're coming to a corner. You need to slowly go around that you need corner. To pie that shit. You need to listen. You need to watch. You need to look at the floor. You need to look around you. Like you 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 got to take it if you take your time it helps because yeah. you're more prepared as opposed to just, i'm gonna walk in here oh there's three little look at them fucking ghoul looking you dudes with tattered before co- you realize what happened yeah you might not even get a chance to learn from what the fuck you just went here's against. a comparison you go through castlevania one you go right through the level you see these fucking ghoulish characters with these tattered robes and you're like oh okay and you slash your whip one hit the motherfuckers are dead so yep. flash forward 20 some years later you play Dark Souls you're like oh look at these ghouly guys with their fucking tattered robes I bet you I could w-. there's three of them oh boy three tattered little ghouls and they have two knives and a sword and they fucking rape you yep. and you're like uh, alright well I guess I'm just fucked in this game and yes you are <laughs> you definitely repeatedly. are I also used to be one of those like let's go down every hallway before I progress any further in the game. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like oh it's early in the game. Like I should be able to like I oh, see like I've kind of got it figured out. Let's handle it. No. Yeah. Like oh first first black knight. Like oh his back's to me. I got him. No the fuck no, I don't. Won't. Yep. That was me. That was my one of my first experiences in in uh, Dark Souls was you, when you come to the Firelink Shrine, your starting area. And you're faced with pretty much a left or a right. And I tried to fucking brute force my way. I took left. Just I just fucking flipped a mental coin and I took left. And there was a skeleton and then another skeleton and another and another. And I was like, I think I can handle this. I'm a, I'm a badass in gaming pretty much. I've conquered a lot of games. I can handle this. And the game was like, no, no, dead, no dead no you know what maybe i shouldn't go this way and then i'm with the right path and i was like oh one enemy at a time oh okay i need to watch what the fuck i'm doing and i need to pick paths based on am i getting fucked or am i not getting fucked yep i remember when i was trying to sell you on this game because i I remember explaining this game to you and you were like just just tell me humor me tell me about this game Mm. you know in your typical mike wills i don't really give a fuck about this whatever you're saying fashion sure that's me Uh uh-huh and you go you just go ahead and tell me about this little game you're playing i was like well you know it's really fucking hard i mean you want to you want a game that's really effing challenging and puts your like gamer skills to the fucking test, mm-hmm. you should play this game. And I said, sure, sounds good. He's like, he's like yeah, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, man, I've done played fucking Mario 3, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you ain't played this game. And he was like, no, nah, man, you gotta be shitting me. And I was like, it's, it's just gonna be some bullshit. And I'm like, nah, nah, this is going to, like, you're going to blister your fucking fingers mm-hmm. trying to get fucking movements memorized for this game because you're gonna be like Dodge slash Perry you know, repost. I gotta fucking, I gotta do everything I can to survive. There are certain ways to beat enemies there, are, and the tactics change when there are groups. You know, it. You know, you start, you you start like logically looking at encounters. Like, how am I gonna get in here? Yeah. You know, 
Like, I, I remember, you know, like I said before, I think in a different podcast, there's a, you know, you come to one part in Demon Souls where there's a there's a thin corridor you're walking down. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have the presence of mind to change to a weapon that stabbed. Mm-hmm. I used a slashing weapon. Somebody came at you. Somebody came. The motherfucker walked down the fucking hallway. It's a big-ass skeleton. Walked down the hallway with a tower shield and a spear over the top of it. And I was like, what? And he was like, Rah-ha, as he just like thrust towards me. And I was like, slash, and I was clanging against the first wall, clanging against the second wall, and it slowed you down. Like yep. It kind of oh, staggered gosh. you a little bit. And I was like, oh, no, daddy, as he stabbed me like three or four times before I could recover. Dead. Yep. And then I was like, okay, well, let me pick, you know, my shitty fucking, I think I had like a rapier. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my only weapon with a, with a consistent stab. And I was like, okay, well, let me try that. And he's like, tower shield, tower shield, tower shield. And I was like, oh, you fucking bastard. Yep. So then I, you know, then I developed a strategy to get past him using that weapon, but it always, yeah, you know, I could never get it quite so perfect as to not take any hits. Yeah. So, but I'd you always, still developed, you adapted. I adapted. Uh, not perfectly, but I did adapt enough to where I had, um, I could minimize the amount of damage I would take going through that area. Mm-hmm. And later on, I, you know, perfected it. But, you know, it was stuff like that that really sold me on the game because yeah. it was like, man, it's making me think in, in three, four dimensions sometimes. Like, yeah. okay, after I do this, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, when this guy finally pulls, I'm going to come over here and do this. And hopefully I'll have enough to go around here. You know, you're trying to manage your stamina slash choose the correct weapon and choose the right attack and way to attack. Yep. You know, when, where, how to attack. Those were things I just I'd, hadn't been presented with before. Yeah. Yeah, Greg readdressed the old meme shit of, of get good, man. That's It's not just a joke. They tell you that for a reason. You have to get good. You have to... You have to damn near love every enemy. You have to know them in and out. You have to know your weapons. You have to know your ability, what you can and can't do all the way around. And you have to keep that consistent because, oh, man, yep. oh, man, it gets bad. Oh, yeah. Um, so so far, there's, you know, there's there's not a single enemy that is just like, yeah, I fucking got you. Like, yeah. even when you circle back to your very starting point you just think you can just bum rush through it guess what someone's gonna fucking stab you in the kidney and you're down again yeah spoiler alert that's exactly what new game plus is gonna be like and there goes all you, your fucking you, souls you, you, you walk it because my thing just walk in and go ha ha i'm big dick now yeah no sir that's how big dick me went through i was like oh i'm starting back in firelink shrine fuck you i'm just going to the left path come at me skeletons and they came at me and i was like oh god why did i ask for this oh god i was dead so you gotta keep it uh, so you like the game? Is, 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 I is fucking love the game. Fucking great, great. Good job. Great. Anything else for your week? That's pretty much it for you now. Yeah, I was playing a little bit of Rocket League here and there. The competitive season's ending, and I, oh yeah, I remember you telling me you were watching yeah, that? I'm yeah, been watching a little Twitch and playing a little bit myself, and pretty trash at that game too. <laughs> as long as you have fun, man, it's all oh, yeah, that matters. It's, great. it's like it's like Demon Souls too. <laughs> Adam, any any anything for you, or man, you just puked all week? I fucking I played Pukathon all week. It was great. Super Pukio Brothers. Like, it, it wasn't even just me. It was like my whole fam. First, I was taking care of the Puky people, and then I became one. <laughs> okay? So, it was like, first, I'm just cleaning up all the puke. Mm-hmm. And then I'm producing the puke and still having to clean up my own puke. Oh, God. So, it's, oh, God, it was really terrible. Did it I, smell bad? I, oh, oh, yes. Did it make you hungry? Sometimes. Oops. I was just fucking delicious. 
I had like a, uh, I had a big, like I was convinced that I wasn't going to get sick because I had been taking care of everybody for like two, three days. Mm-hmm. This happened like Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm taking care of everybody and, and I didn't actually get sick till Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So me being the fucking retard that I am, I decided to eat a big meal on Friday because, oh. you know, I'm goddamn invincible. <laughs> okay. So I went to Chili's and got full rack of baby back ribs big old man plate oh man i got the baby back ribs with like a salad and some loaded mashed potatoes and oh mm, so good mouth watering just thinking about it eat like a fucking king. oh man and then saturday night i got to have it all over again oh wow oh man for whatever reason it just decided it didn't want to digest and it was like hey here i am somewhere in the depths of your stomach was like we're we're gonna hold off on the digestion process for now correct there's some shit going on down below yeah we don't want to mix (laughs) the streams we're just gonna wait we're gonna wait we're gonna wait this out play it by ear and then they were like no 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 just send that back up so we're gonna be able to handle this so let me ask did you uh did you play andromeda yet fuck you (laughs) We're recording this on the night Andromeda came out, and uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, some douchebag, not gonna say who, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> he um, I got a cough in my throat, <laughs> Mike, fucking bastard. <clears throat> he um, he decided that he was gonna put the podcast on, you know, the night it came out. So it's yeah. downloaded, and the play button is sitting there blinking, ready for me to go yeah. on Origin. This was all a great plan by me. It wasn't the it fact was. that Greg and I have no, odd schedules no, no, and everything. And no, this was a this was a culmination of awesome I times. Adam, you looked at him and y'all came in cahoots. They yep. were like, "What's the best time for us to do this where we would also fuck Adam?" Mm. So there were like two or three times on the table. You X those off because they wouldn't fuck me, and made sure it was this date. Yep, you got it. You got us around the money. Yep. But um, I have actually been hearing news about Andromeda. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, how shit it is. Uh, it's people. It, the reviews go from like there are people that are, I guess, where you kind of were, where they were like, "Oh, I fucking hate Mass Effect now," because mm-hmm. they did. I mean, okay, Bioware is one of the premier AAA RPG producers. I okay? agree with that. Yeah, and uh, and they. You know, they, they've made a bunch of good games. They've made a couple of sinkers. And I didn't like Dragon Age 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it killed Dragon Age for me. I think Inquisition was a giant fucking apology. Uh, because it was a lot better than Dragon Age 2 was. Kind of like Mass Effect 3 was supposed to be for Mass Effect 2. Well, some people, I mean, I would consider it an apology that they listened to what was being said and tried to correct it. Yeah. You know, I mean, at least they're taking the feedback and responding to it. I mean, actually, that's actually, more than a lot of people will give you. I heard in that documentary you had me watch. I watched the whole thing, by the way, of the trilogy. Uh-huh. I wish I could, I wish I give a shout out to him, but I forget the name. But he mentioned that for Mass Effect Two in particular, they had a spreadsheet. Like they made this gigantic fucking spreadsheet of feedback from players, uh-huh. and it was like we just pulled up this big ass fucking spreadsheet and we started developing Mass Effect. We went to work. Spreadsheet. That's the best kind of spreadsheet. <laughs> so yeah, good on them for listening. I hope they listen to a lot of things when Andromeda is concerned. But well, I, I, apparently they have, and we went over this last time about you know they've been making 
adjustments and you know adjustments to the adjustments from mm-hmm. Mass Effect three to Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's apparently getting shit on for the animation. Mm-hmm. Um, now color me old school, but coming from the Atari days where you know the red square blasted a red block at the blue square mm-hmm. and there were two tanks fighting, I could give two giant fucks about graphics yeah as long as they're you know somewhat passable okay metal gear the motherfuckers didn't even move their mouths yeah come okay. on now metal gear solid <laughs> okay I, I'm, I'm 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 being fucking serious i mean they didn't yeah they didn't it, have they were polygons that did yeah. it they it, was their a head squ- it was a square but you didn't care because the game with was the good yeah. it was so great so i mean you know you can uh, uh, I don't see how having bad facial animation is going to kill the game for me. Mm-hmm. It might jar me and break the, um, what do you want to call immersion. it? Uh, immersion. Yeah. A little bit. It might break the immersion a little bit until I just look past it. Yeah. Um, but it's not going to destroy the game for me. Speaking of graphics. Graphics. Speaking of graphics, F. not having a hold over a game. If you're fine, I'm going to roll into my week. Because uh, I got a lot of shit to talk about. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Now, I, 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 I know what you're about to talk about. <laughs> I've been waiting. So been I waiting. sent a text. I sent a text to Adam a few days ago without any context whatsoever. He knew what the fuck was up. I sent him a text, and it was like, man, I'm broke. I'm going I'm going to do hey, it. You got to remember. You got to remember last week when we were doing the podcast mm-hmm. in the breaks. Yeah. Um, We talked about this. He's like, you know, I'm going I'm to hold off on getting a game. I can't, I'm just not ready to get it right now. I'm like, you don't get that fucking game. Well, I'm fucking broke because <laughs> broke. I've got Breath of the Wild, baby. <laughs> yes. He was like, he was like, I ain't going to do it. No, I broke. I, like, I love I love my wife too much. To, I did the same thing with my wife. Her I was trust like, I was like, you, that. I was like, you then, gotta, you gotta know how and, fucking much control it's taking for me not to go just buy the console in this game and I'm because like, I won't do it. You gonna do it? And I was you like, should have oh. seen his face when he walked in, just tried to sneak past me with his head down. <laughs> yeah, like like yeah, oh hey, I oh, believe. Oh, hey, great. I'm like well, you fucking did it, didn't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. I did. I went out and purchased a Wii U, and I have Breath of the Wild. Now I know what that's gonna that, that that's where I want to segue into the graphics thing is that uh, I have the past generations console playing the brand spanking new game. And I can tell you right now, it doesn't fucking matter to me because, oh, shit, this game is fucking fun. This game is good. I want to preface this, though, because I've spent the last few days deciding how I wanted to talk about this game on this podcast. And I want to say something as a preface before I say the possible bad thing I'm going to say. This game is fucking huge. Okay? if anybody has seen gameplay, have by chance seen the map, have seen somebody take the map and like scale up and scale up and scale up, this game is big. Uh, I don't know a good comparison to like you know something like Just Cause or World of Warcraft yeah, or whatever. Just Cause Two or yeah, or, but the map you you get the sense when you're walking around that this you can look at a point and you can see it way the fuck off in the distance. You can get to that point and it's it's a ways. That is cool. This game is large and. It's, charge. it's bingo. It's filled with shit to do. So you take, you know, a hundred steps forward going to a quest. Yeah, you're going to find four or five, six other things to do. And it's littered with that. And that's great. But even with this game being as big as it is, I have seen, I watched an hour and a half gameplay footage 
Uh, I've seen about two or three different reviews, and in the gameplay footage and the reviews, they were all spoiler-free, yes. But it was mostly people either playing the game, and I could watch what they were doing, and that kind of spoiled what they were doing. And they also were telling stories. Oh, here's this really cool thing that I did in this town with this guy, this this thing. So what I want to tell everybody is nothing about this game. I'm saying that as a kind of an apology for me and Adam for all the spoiler shit that we've done in the past. Um, I could sit here for a good hour and tell you different things that I've done, these really cool moments and really cool experiences, but I don't want to do it because I don't want to, spo- I don't want to spoil anything. Even if I spent that hour, I would still only spoil maybe a hundredth of the things that you can do. But my play experience is this is an adventure. This is a, this is an explorer's game. They're going to plot something you want to see for yourself. Yes. You want to go if it's in action and has nothing to do with the stories per se. Yes. You want them to, you know, tumble off that cliff for themselves. Yeah. You know? I want you, all I've heard is countless little mini stories of, oh, I went to this little campfire and I saw this thing with this situation and this is how I handled it. But when you hear, you know, 50 of those, you kind of have these moments kind of spoiled. Even with those few, even with me talking for an hour, I would only tell you a hundredth of what's done in this game. But this game is is an explorer's game at heart, and it is best left to you having this game in your hands and just go. You just go fucking explore the world on your own at your own leisure. You will find all these little things. I can say that I can agree with what I've seen and what I've heard. There is a lot of shit to do in this game. A lot of little bitty things that just that just fill your heart with joy. Um, that That's about what I want to tell you. Uh, Ooh, I recommend this game. Is, is, the big, is about the only thing that I want to tell you and the audience is that from somebody that had to spend hours and days debating between which game was better, Ocarina of Time or Link to the Past, for somebody that loves the Zelda franchise so much that one of their games is on my top 15, I love Zelda, and I and I love this game. It is, it is highly recommended. Also, I went out of my way. I really shouldn't have, but I bought a fucking console just for this game. Uh, if you and remember, you still for, think it's worth it? Yes, it you was think worth, it's worth it. it with the additional price of the console. It's yes, still worth it. this yes. game is worth three hundred dollars. This game is worth okay. If you go right now and go, if it's available, and you can, you have, you you buy a switch and you buy the game, and let's say you go above and beyond and you buy, I guess there's like a charging port and maybe a pro controller. Let's mm-hmm. say you spend upwards of four, let's say around the neighborhood of four hundred dollars to just play this game. Is it worth it? Fucking yes. What about five? I, well, you'd have to buy a whole lot of other shit. But let's say, let's say, let's the, say the price was let's $100. say at the base level, you just wanted to buy the base switch and the game. The game's like sixty five, seventy bucks, and the switch is three hundred. You're looking at about three eighty, three hundred after tax. Is it worth it? Fuck yes, Damn. yes it is. Um, I of course have other games. There's a handful of games I will buy for the Wii down a Wii U down the road. So I'm happy that I'm going to have future games to play. So my purchase is justified. But just the game justified the purchase for me. I'm saying that on record. Yes, it is. It's a big claim. Yes. It is. Now, another question that, that somebody posed is, okay, well, where do you put it in the Zelda, as far as the games, what do you like? I actually don't know, and the reason why is because right now I'm still baby new to the game. I'm like maybe a 100 through this game. I've put about 15 hours into it. I've done a lot of little side quests. I've done a, about three or four main story quests. I'm going, I'm progressing in it. I've explored the world. I've almost had the whole entire map 
uh, leveled out, which I pretty much strictly did that. And that's saying a lot of it. it takes you 15 hours of fucking cartography, a map. You know what yeah. I mean? Wow. But uh, all that time was worth it. All that time was filled with fun. But I want to. At least to, you weren't fucking like sailing a boat. Yes. Yes. I'm <laughs> running. I mean, they gave the, I have, I already have two horses at my disposal. I still run around on foot just because I like exploring. I like just running around. Want, this, you know what I want? Mm. You, you know what I really what would ultimately sell me on this game where I would play it like hands down, mm. like even beyond like your recommendation of this game. I would go buy the game that day. Mm-hmm. The fucking Pegasus boots are in the game. Oh, you know what? This is what I'll this is what I'll tell Somebody's you. Somebody's gonna find them, and I'm gonna fucking buy the game the next day. One thing that I keep hearing from gamer from these different reviewers and the different gameplay footage is like, man, there's shit out there that I haven't seen. There's shit that I've just saw at a distance, and I haven't been able to touch. I know no lore about it. I I don't know anything about it. I'll tell you right now. I'm gonna say I don't know if the Pegasus boots are in the game or not because this game is so fucking huge. Maybe they are. I don't know. Yeah, but. Uh, back to my question is, where do you place this game in the uh, Zelda likes and dislikes? I'll tell you right now, at this initial onset, it's up there with Ocarina of Time and Link to the Past. Really? Yes. It's, it's way up there. This game is that, it's bringing out all the, if you remember the last episode that I talked about this, I had a fever for this game because I felt like I was seeing stuff that brought that magic out in me when I played Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time. You know, there's something kind of, it kind of related to that that I've heard of in the news here lately. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> do you remember um, the Metacritic scores and stuff like that? Mm, yeah. Okay. Apparently, Ocarina of Time is like one of the the highest ones. It's got yeah. like a ninety eight or ninety seven. Yeah, or it's shit. way up there. Okay, this game came goddamn close to it. Oh yeah. And here here's the interesting bit of news. Mm-hmm. The uh, there was this guy I can't remember his name, um, but so he he made a review for this game, and he said that overall he enjoyed the game. Uh huh. He gave it a seven out of ten. <gasps> Hold up now. Garbage game. Yeah, it's Garbage pretty much game. that means it's utterly trash. That literally means, unplayable. I mean seven out of ten is literally unplayable. Wow. You know, and at that point you're just like, okay, well, I mean, you know, that's a that, that's a fair at a five out of ten, a going off an honest scale, a five out of ten is a mediocre game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A six out of ten is a is, is an okay game. Mm-hmm. Seven out of ten is a good game. Yeah. Okay, it's a good game. It's good game territory. Yeah, eight out of ten, great. Nine, phenomenal. Yeah, ten, immaculate masterpiece. You, All time you, you great. Go your life without playing this, you're you should not yourself. see a lot of ten out of ten scores. Ten right, out right. of ten are the games ten, that ten paves of, the way for everything. Ten, else. ten exactly. out of ten means you didn't just pay for this review. You sucked the fucking reviewer's dick, mm-hmm. either with your game or with a giant amount of money. Yeah. Okay. Um. But that's why we have things like aggregate fucking scores like Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently, this guy rating that game 7 out of 10 dropped it from equal to to one point less than Ocarina of Time. So the Zelda community decided to DDoS the Sumbitch's website. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was wow. like, wow. Come on. Wow. Okay, let me just say what a then. Giant group of assholes. Let me just say I 
love this game, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm pretty sure that you were one some, of those people. That's some bullshit. I'm pretty sure that it was you. No, you are a lone wolf me. doing it. I'm, I'm I recommend it right here. games to people and recommend things to people based off of my experiences, but that's not going to say that they're going to have the same. That's not going to say that they're going to love it. So th- t- take it or leave it. Yeah. What I will say on my end is that I have went out of my way to purchase a console solely to get this game. Yes, there's a couple other games I'm, I'm going to get down the road, but I was the main reason why I left this house and went to that store was to get Breath of the Wild, and I had to buy a console to play it on. I have the console now, I have the game, and I you know, love it. You know, if you wanted to, you could have rented it, and I'd let you borrow my console. I could have. I could have, but this, again, it goes back to just the fucking, the fever that I had for this game. I had to just do it on my own, yeah. and I did. And now now at the end... Now, the, it ended up being a good thing. Yes, there would have it. been, there could have been negative feedback. Everything I could have got... Everything was well. But I, I mean, at the same time, in this day and age, it's not like doing it 10 years ago. No. Like, where you you barely had YouTube and, you know, stuff like, oh, damn, 2007, you had YouTube. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm old. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm old. You're old. Okay, so it's not like back in the 90s when you didn't have the internet to go and look at and be like, well, you know, I can't, I can't, I, I have to take a gamble with this game. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to look at what the magazines are saying about this game. I have to, you know, scrimp and save and just base what I'm seeing off the ads and shit. Yeah. You know. And hope for the best. You, you could kind of preview this game a little bit if you didn't want it spoiled you could still kind of you know just glance at stuff mm-hmm. you know turn the sound off and and watch gameplay footage mm-hmm. um if you wanted to mm-hmm. and and see what it was about so you you made an informed decision one way or the other yeah yeah well see to me that gives that sort of gives breath of the wild a little bit more merit because, like you said, like today, like you can pretty much know everything about the game. Before yeah, you, you know buy. it's not going to be fucking trash. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like there are games like you know that have come out in the past few years that I haven't touched just because you know, like I've read something about them. Like, yeah, well, I'm yeah, just gonna skip. You it, know, but. a game I wish I'd seen some fucking YouTube videos about or something. Mm-hmm. What was that? Fucking Chrono Cross. Oh boy. Oh lord. If I if I had fucking seen some fucking. Goddamn gameplay videos of that, I would have saved myself Adam, a fucking childhood Adam, of scars. It's funny you say that, Adam. <laughs> what? I have uh, something I'm going to play here. Uh, uh, one of my coworkers, uh, awesome dude, uh, had listened to the podcast and checked some thing out. He said, uh, I went to work one day, and he was like, man, I got, I got a disparaging comment about your podcast. I'm like, man, I'm sorry about oh, episode man. zero. And he was like, no, 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 no. I just disagree with something that uh, that, you, that your buddy Adam agrees with. And I'm like, all right. Well, and he he's, just he's fucking. Just wrong right I'm off about the bat. To, I'm just about to. Pull, <laughs> I'm going to play this for you right now, Adam. There are two kinds of people. Hold people on. People who agree with me and people who are wrong. Well, this guy disagrees with you. Well, then he's and wrong. And I'm going to play this for you, and hopefully it'll pick up on the microphone and you'll be able to hear it too. Oh, but God. I want you to hear this, 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 uh, this. So, so here we go. Here we go. I want you to say this again, Johnny. I want it on record. You want it on record? Yeah. I love Chrono Trigger. Yes. Chrono Cross is a lot fucking better. What? Are you telling me right now on what? an actual official record? Chrono Cross what? is a better game than Chrono Trigger. It's longer what? and better. Yes. It's longer and what? better. Longer yes. and better. I bet he likes things that are longer and better. 
So, <laughs> so Adam, you're wrong. There are people out there in the world who prefer Chrono Cross over Chrono Trigger. Die. Whoa! Don't wish death there on our viewers. I'm, I'm listeners. Gonna, I would doubt my fucking god. So yes, the game is you're, uh, you're just you're just being a whiny, but the game is actually pretty uh, good. Do you, you want to get into this right now? I talked to you him. You want to get into this bullshit right fucking now? <laughs> I talked to him off is to it, the side. I, mean, I said, is this, "Is this what we're trying to do with our podcast?" No, I just wanted to let you okay, know. Apparently, it is. <laughs> apparently, this is what the fuck you wanted was to piss me the fuck off on our podcast. So you can listen to me fucking whine about this No, shit. I just wanted to show you somebody uh, I else. I have to fucking go through this goddamn PTSD bullshit every fucking time we have to fuck. All right. Buckle right. up, boys Cro- and girls. Fucking Chrono Trigger, all right? Yes. You took Akira Toriyama's fucking art, okay? Mm-hmm. You combined it with one of the best fucking story writers at Square in the fucking prime. Uh-huh, okay. okay? You took epic fucking game design completely new shit okay you had fucking a brand new intuitive fucking battle system that combined fucking attacks that used all kinds of you didn't fucking teleport off the fucking screen into a new map you just fought them right there on the fucking spot Uh okay? okay you took a massively easy to understand completely comprehensible fucking story mm-hmm. all right and then you just you you add to that New Game Plus and about 12 different fucking endings. Music was good. Yeah. Well, oddly enough, that is the one gripe I don't have about Chrono Cross because they used, guess what, the same motherfucking composer. The game is not that bad. Oh, it's fucking terrible, dude. The game is fucking terrible. I pulled this guy to the side. There there are people out there. (laughs) There I did this. There are fucking people out there that think, oh, well, this game, it couldn't possibly be that bad. Look, on its own, without any kind of fucking chrono, without any kind of fucking chrono trigger references, this game was a six. So you're saying a standalone game by itself. A standalone game with no ties to chrono trigger. That piece of shit was a six. The battle system. Let me get fucking started on this. Let me take... Let me take some fucking pieces. Take a breather there, Greg. It's going to be a minute. Ooh, I mean, you. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you, you, take, you take what was a fucking amazing and intuitive thing. Let's improve on that. Nah. Let's just fucking scrap all that bullshit because, you know, let's not even fucking think about the original battle system that this series had. No, let's, let's come up with some new shit and make it worse than any Final Fantasy has ever tried to shit out with the inclusion of the Japanese 2. Okay? Where you had to fucking level everything. Mm-hmm. Okay? Jesus fucking god Calm damn. Down. Pro- oh my fucking Calm down. god, man. Calm down. Jesus. So, I, you te- no, no, no. I nah. did this to myself. You did this to I yourself. Did it. You fucking, you allowed this person to live and you didn't just immediately <laughs> fucking kill them. All right, so, you take a convoluted fucking shit backwards fucking blasphemous story, okay, that has to be deciphered, isn't given to you. You add in ridiculous goddamn accents to the stupid motherfucking giant PCs. He did say that Lynx is a better character than Chrono. Yeah, Lynx is a better character than absolutely no character ever. Okay? Quote. There, oh, God damn it, motherfucker. I'm sorry. <sighs> I just wanted right, to show so, you. Oh, no, he, no, he's going more. You take this piece of shit fucking game. Okay? And, and you, 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 
You bastardize it. A lot of people think that, okay, well, if you didn't like Chrono Cross, obviously you didn't understand it because, and then they pull their little glasses up. And they, they adjust them on their nose like that. And then they go, they go, well, obviously, it was just too complex of a story for you. Hmm. And they put out their little fucking pinky finger like they're fucking some kind of... This is baby's first JRPG, and it's a shit box. Mm-hmm. Okay? It had decent music. That was about it. Heard. Okay? You want to play this game? You get some decent music. Yeah, and that, that is it. Okay? It had literally fucking maybe... One percent connection to the original game, and that's that's reaching. That's, that's I know, reaching. I know the story. No, mm-hmm. don't, don't try to fucking write in and be like, "Bro, you just don't understand." Please write in. Please write in. You don't understand. He doesn't understand. You don't fucking. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> this is not going to be another Chrono Cross cast. No, I didn't go. That wasn't nah. my goal. Nah, my goal nah. was to show you that there's at least somebody else out there that, that said, "Yeah, fucking, Chrono Trigger I was good." Understand that fucking mentally retarded people exist. I don't okay. know. I don't I know. Just, I understand that there are high-functioning autistics in this world. Okay? <laughs> it is not something I am unfucking familiar with. We love all of you. We're just saying that. Uh-huh. We genuinely yeah. love you all. By we, you mean you and Greg. <laughs> I love all Fuck of you. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you and your opinion. So that's the other little cherry of my yeah, week right no, there. I got game, to experience. That game was fucking trash. I, 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 I pulled him off. You're going to make me mad all fucking night for this horse shit. <laughs> Save that energy for the topic. Nah, fuck you. Save it for the topic. I'm, oh, my God. I asked him off to the side. I said, I want to know, are you generally trolling us? Or are you? He's like, no, nah, man. Chrono Trigger was good. I'll agree. Yes, but Chrono Cross was just so much better. Chrono on Cross was so much better in the way it was worse in every fucking category. <laughs> in the way that, like... Literally none of the shit was good. That I, was the best. I just want you to know that I did it, find some somebody. Some dumb shit motherfucker. I mean, the fact that they went back and retconned the original game twice to make up for this bastardized shit I can't story. stop him. Greg, I can't it's, stop it's him. A, I'm sorry. Oh, my it's fucking God. It was like they couldn't retcon it the first time and make it make sense. So they retconned it again for the DS. Like, okay, we'll just spell it out for you. You know, we can, You have to change the original game to make your shit make sense. That should be a giant effing red flag that you didn't fucked up the sequel pretty bad, bro. And it was. And it was. Yep. I have to agree Stick with his face Adam. In the fryer. I have to agree with Adam on several several fronts. Chrono Cross, whether it's talking about Chrono Trigger or ah. talking, or whether you're talking about it as a standalone game, not good. Pass it. Be 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 rid of it. I, I mean, feel. my fucking god, dude! I just wanted to play the video. Forty-two for you. characters. I just wanted to play the. They video. were like, let's let's combine like every shit JRPG we can. You know, let's just let's just not pick a direction Adam, to go in here. Think of Mass Effect Andromeda. Calm down. Be in a happy place. You could be home playing that game. I could be, and that's that. That's but not you had to sit here. And pressure right. You now. had to hear somebody tell you that. Well, you're. Whatever Chrono Cross is better. It was longer and better. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was it had one ending and it was a shitbox ending that you I like needed a guide to figure out. But it's so anyway, Greg, more. that's that's about the that's about the tail of my week right there. I've I've been sounds like a pretty good week. Yes, I've been blessed with a Wii U. Woohoo! And I have Breath of the Wild. I thoroughly recommend it. And you got to meet some complete retard. <laughs> <laughs> Breath of the Wild is worth a playthrough. I strongly recommend anybody that doesn't have the console, go buy the fucking console if you can. If you have the console and you don't have the game, get get 
listen to the podcast, <laughs> finish it out, or listen to it on the way to wherever, and go buy a fucking console and play this game because it is worth it. It is filled with adventure. It's filled with. St- there's mu- you know what mu- it's not filled with garbage like Chrono Cross. <laughs> this is not the cu- this is not the Chrono Cross casket. There is no correct segue to get him off. No, nope, I can't. Cross. I'm trying. Uh, but yeah, that was my week. I'm playing it. Uh, this is my life. If you want, uh, I do. Life is ruined. If by you that games terribleness. If you do generally have any questions for me about Breath of the Wild, you just want to know some things, maybe get some more feedback of recommendations or whatever you know send us an email let us know leave us a comment or whatever i'll gladly tell you about it try to keep things spoiler please i know that's bad keep things spoilery spoiler free i know that's bad of us asking you but we're 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 trying to tailor that back so you know respect other people too. try to keep it spoiler free just go play the damn game people you need to play it you just you you owe it to yourself to play it and hey if you're a gamer you deserve to play it if you like zelda you deserve to play this game this is right up your alley that's what i thought about Cross. I will say this I too, like, man. I really love the first game. I will say this too. I do feel kind of bad because I did just like bow out of nowhere and go get Breath of the Wild, and now Demon Souls is like, hey, come on, bro, bro, bro really, bro. I'll, yeah. I will keep playing Demon Souls. I probably won't have as many updates in the pat in the future episodes, but I will keep playing it. I never put a game down completely, especially one that I like. I do like Demon Souls. I'm having fun with it, but right now, I'm sorry. I get off work. I come home and fire up this game. Uh, I leave wherever I come on my fire. You got you got one on the primary burner now. Yeah, yeah, that is my primary burner right now. And if I man, what a life I lead now that I am playing arguably one of the greater games of the Zelda franchise, and my downtime is fucking Demon Souls. What have I done to myself? Well, not to mention (laughs) that you have a possible out there in Andromeda in case you ever decide. You know, but just thinking of like a. Admittedly, you want to try something new. there is a small difficulty curve in this new one just because of the adventuring, but you get your ass kicked and you're like, oh, I'm going to go take a break from this game. I'm just dying too much. And then you go pick up Demon's Souls and they're like, really? I'm just dying a lot. You want to come to us? There's no fucking sanctuary here, no. bitch. If anything, <laughs> the two might synergize and you might become like beast mode on Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, you, use you might be like, fuck you, Perry, Perry, Poste, yeah. Dodge Roll. Again, I do want to say things. There's so much that I do want to say maybe i'll have some solo spoilerish podcast of myself put out some little side thing and just gush about this game but again what i really want to do i would like at a minimum for at least adam to play through this game a good deal before i you know have a review and big you know just blow my load about this fucking game and also as far as making a final like review or a score or whatever i would I need to beat this game and feel like I've completed it and then just distance myself from the game for a while because I want to make sure this isn't just new game feel. Before that that can actually happen, though, I'm going to have to... Oh, man, I'm going to have to put some time aside, dude. Yes, you are. Because, I mean, right now, my RPG meter is pegged. Yes. Okay, look, I am not done with The Witcher 3. Mm -hmm. I am... About to start Andromeda, mm-hmm. despite not being done with The Witcher 3. Yep. And God knows I've got a backlog of RPGs that I need to play. Yeah. Um. So. Good luck. If you want me to rush out and, you know, snag Zelda yes. and, and nail that down. Yes. I can. Yes. But it's going to come secondary to me beating Andromeda. I know. And. 
you know, at the same time, I don't know how much. I mean, right now, I had to stop rating. I, I told you that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to stop rating because I couldn't commit to the the schedule of it. Right. Um, <clears throat> but it's even but for something as big as scope as you talk about. That's like Witcher three level, fucking huge or bigger. Yeah. Than you know the Witcher three. Man, I I told you I've, I've been eating the Witcher three in small bites just because I don't have, I, I can't give it its due. Greg, do you have a Wii U? I don't have a you Wii don't, U or a Switch or a Switch. Are you working on any important game right now? Just Dark Souls. Okay, we'll see. See, all, you two are both in kind of the same boat because you're working on something that's going to be time consuming. Oh yeah. Uh, I while I highly highly recommend this game, if you out there are not hardcore playing a game right now if you're just bouncing between games you're just kind of working through pick this shit up because it'll be worth it you'll put everything else to the side but if you're working on something like andromeda or another whatever game and you're fiendishly going through it finish your game savor this shit because it will get you that's what i want to do just make sure just stay away from stuff that's what i recommend stay away from reviews and people telling you that i've got it because just like the witcher 3 when I play it, I want to be immersed by it, and I don't want to be fucking distracted. I don't want my kids running up in there and be like, Daddy, what the hell is that monster doing there? Mm-hmm. Why'd you cut his arm off? Yeah. No, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And I, Same thing, I don't want, you know, it sounds bad, but I, I don't want my kids running up in the middle of, you know, playing Zelda and me having to pause it and go, you know, make a sandwich or whatever. So I, I have to kind of coordinate that kind of stuff. Yeah. Especially with my wife. Yeah. Trying to get that kind of stuff done. So it's just, you know... It's one of those things where I have to have time, and even when I do have time, it's not all at once. So right. I might get, you know, I might get eight hours in one week, and I might get twelve hours in the next. I might only get one the next week, mm-hmm. you know. So it's going to be sporadic. And now, here's another thing: once let's let's say that I'm completely fucking batshit crazy, like everybody else is playing Breath of the Wild, and I'm completely wrong in my opinion, and you play this game, and you get seven, eight, ten hours into it, and you're like, this game's fucking boring, I'm done with it, I don't care. This does not mean that my opinion is wrong. It just means that you, you didn't care for the game. No, it means your opinion is wrong if you don't agree with me. We sure. just went over this bullshit. <laughs> you don't get him started again. I'm not. I'm trying not to. <laughs> my, my point being is Hashtag that... Triggered. I have seen some people, I've seen some reviews and heard some things where people have went out of their way to be like, uh, I heard, I heard Jeff Gersman from uh, Giant Bomb be like, uh, yeah, I just don't see the shit you guys saw. Like, you guys had all these wonderful experiences and I didn't see that. I'm not having that. This is just a big open world and enemies are easy and I just go around and whack shit and I don't get immersed. And everybody around him is like, well, you're fucking crazy. Because there's shit to do and just go get lost in the game and it's it's just a roller coaster up and down of shit to do. That's how I'm taking the game. See, and that's the thing, like that's he was talking bad, about, man. like you got you know kids running around, things like that. Like, unless you have like dedicated time to that, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to like focus in. Like, you gotta yeah. have because I I, I, I mean. I have the same thing. You start, like, you start like looking out of the corner of your eye. What the fuck are you doing over there? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's too quiet. Yeah, stay away from like, the outlet. You know, yeah. Stay away from the outlets. This <laughs> game doesn't necessarily require you. It's not Dark Souls. You don't have to be as poised and focused, but you're gonna want to be. Yeah. Exactly. You're gonna just that that old school shit where you just got lost in the game for hours on end and just explored and have fun. That's and, Breath and of that, the Wild. That's kind of the way it is with The Witcher. You know, you're, you're messing around and you're like. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get the ingredients for this potion or whatever. And you mm-hmm. go out of your way and you start picking up like armor pieces or trying to build a set. 
and then you put the game down and you know you lose that kind of train of thought what was the fuck was i doing two seconds ago yeah it was important for me to be here but i don't remember why now yeah and that that yeah, it's hard. They were. We'll see, and then I get in the mindset of like, well, I've probably got a good 15, 20 minutes. Like, I, let me just go ahead and rush through the rest of this to just get yeah. to whatever spot I'm trying to yeah, get to. Yeah, and, and then that. you end up missing a lot of shit mm-hmm. that I you get. you know you don't want to, but it's, you just kind of get stuck in like the I'm on a time limit type yeah, thing. You don't want you don't want to play the game like you know your dad, like, yeah. like <laughs> you are dad, even if you are. You yeah, know, you want to be you want to be in that gamer zone and like fully immersed. Yeah, and um. In order to do that, you have to you have to become like a, a master planner. Yeah. So that's that. You know what, guys? Uh, let's get on topic here. Let's talk about what we came here to talk about today. Oh shit! Let's talk about some tits. Yeah. yeah let's talk about tits. So I actually, I, 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 we do have a topic today. The topic is about maturity in gaming, but I want Adam to qualify this topic because. I want him to explain to you folks what we're about to talk about. Okay. So basically the the idea is how has gaming matured from its inception to the current day and where do you, as a media, um, you know, we started out with G-rated games and they were kind of looked at as a, uh, as kind of a a kid's toy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's kind of, now you've gotten to the point where they're not afraid to show, you know, breasts and sexual acts in video games and stuff. Violence, like excessive violence. Yeah, the excessive violence has been around for a while. Yeah, um, we are we are starting to move forward as a media, mm-hmm. you know, um, into the same place where other uh, media have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had, you know. First you had books, and then you had, you know, dirty smut fucking novels, and then you had, you know, silent films, and they transitioned into action films. This is the and, porn episode is what you're getting at. finally got to porn. This is the porn episode. Uh, it's not necessarily a porn episode. It's <laughs> I know, just, I'm joking, I'm joking. How, how close are we to being, or are we already at the point where an, a video game can come out and be as well accepted as an R-rated film. Well, here's the problem. This is this is actually a good topic. Now that I got a better grasp, is I, I'm gonna start my in, I'm gonna start mine with a rant. Uh oh. I've been doing this shit for close to thirty years, and I have two other people here to give different views on this. So I really want to know what y'all think. I I have this general temperature gauge for gaming in the real world. Not all over the world. I'm not worldly travel and worldly experienced. I know a little bit about Korea's, you know, lifestyle over there. And of course, we all know that a lot of good hardcore games came from Japan and that's where a lot of the trends started up. But yeah, I still feel in this year of 2017 that now if we're talking about the population of the world as a whole, I still feel that games are not up to that TV movie level. They, that people no. still generally feel like games are just beeps and boops, beeps and bloops, and that just shit for kids. And oh, every time it's holding the controller backwards if, on sitcoms. If we got, if yeah, if we got to talk about games, we got to we got to plug Mario or Sonic, and that's all that has ever existed. And let's just move on and talk about something else because video games are whatever. And I will say that on top of there being a stupid fucking bullshit retarded show 
where the predominant thing is there's a bunch of nerds that, that hang around in the house and whatever. I'll say that there are video game movies out there. I will say that there's commercials and there are tournaments and the, the push for gaming to be bigger than what it is is out there. I just feel that the world as a whole does, does not accept it at the level that we do. And it's sad to me because as we said on a previous podcast, there is so much shit involved in games. There are deep storylines. There is mature content. There's there's heartbreak. There's happiness. There's sorrow. There's action, adventure. There's all this stuff. And aside from a movie where you just watch somebody's point of view, you play their point of view. And that's it just still, as a whole, it doesn't feel like it's caught on. I don't know why, and I don't know what needs to be done for it to catch on. I think games, uh, comps, I think Nintendo did a pretty good job of trying. You know, their big push when they marketed the Wii as opposed to the Wii U is that we want to have... They, Old they, people playing games. They wanted to go back to what Nintendo Entertainment System was set out to begin with. They wanted to put a console in everybody's household. You got a TV, you need to have a Wii because everybody in your family can play these games. We have games tailored for everybody. And I was like, fucking great. Yeah, but they were just little deformed avatars playing tennis. Right, but your grandma likes the little avatar playing tennis. Your mom, your grandma doesn't like fucking Skyrim but because that's that's, that's, that's Milton Bradley. That's, I think I think part of the problem you said was that the fact that instead of sitting and just watching and absorbing, like you get to play these people and feel like the majority of people like just don't want to do that. Yeah. Like some people just can't like just want to be passive. Yeah. Like they, I, I feel like, and, and I've heard it from a lot of people, like it, it's sort of like a chore to them. Mm-hmm. Like if I want a story, I'll just sit and read a book or I'll just sit and watch a TV show. Right. And like it, I, I don't know where, you can get people into that other than just making a game that's 90% cutscenes, which exists. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's for. that, and there's making, like he said, there's making little games that aren't, you know, 90 hours long. They're about, you know, 20, 30 minutes, and they're baby basic, easy to play. That's one of the things, again, that I think the Wii was trying to do. Right. It was trying to give <clears throat> very, very small, low-level games, but something that everybody could enjoy. And they're like, well, I don't fucking own an a Nintendo. Well, and you're like, it's okay. Hey, hey, you just plug the console in and look. Well, well that controller looks kind of. I just really disagree because I think that when you when you say, okay, well, Granny, sit down and play this little tennis game with me. It's not the same as, um, say, like, hey, Granny, watch me play this Telltale game. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, a mature content game like uh, Walking Dead or something like that. Yeah. And spoilers, you're seeing people, you, you get to make small decisions and figure out little puzzles and see the results of your actions like okay well who am i gonna feed today this kid you know Mm -hmm. or this dude that's working on the fence or the guy that's watching the guard you know that's pulling guard or or what you know um so they're kind of missing the boat on you know again i think uh who was it roger ebert the late roger ebert said that it was that games were uh there was no difference between a video game and a board game. Mm, what? Yeah. And, what? Yeah. And uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing here. Yeah. But I don't, he, I don't, he, I don't he want to tread on the He word, essentially but, said that, you know, you win or you lose. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no uh, 
it's never going to be like a movie because a movie only has one outcome. A book yeah. only has one outcome. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, okay. There are a lot of games that have one outcome. You just have to get to it. Well, no, you can die. Yeah, or, or you can die. And no or more. you get two outcomes by default. You either win or you lose. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I don't think that he was really taking it. He's like, well, you can have all these beautiful stories and all this shit in these games, but it's not the same as... And you're never gonna you're gonna have this older generation that never looks at it as anything other than the Nintendo games. Yeah. You know, and thankfully they're dying and we are replacing them. Yeah. But But I, still, I mean, taking newer generations, I mean the the the, the, the younger people around us, they, they kinda play games here and yeah, there. They're the they're the but younger generation. I'm talking about the whole entire population. I'm talking about your mom and dad, my mom and dad, your the, grandma the forty people in this my neighborhood. Grandma, you know, you know, the people that aren't going to be listening to this podcast, they go, you know, I, yeah, okay, I got a Wii so I can, you know, do the bowling thing every now and then when I get bored, you know, but that's not, that, that is the potato chips of, um, uh, it would be like reading a, you know, three second fucking panel in the funny papers mm-hmm. you know that you know oh wow garfield doesn't like mondays lol and then you fucking move on what you i know, as compared to war and peace or um you know a a you know any kind of graphic novel i mean comic books weren't taken seriously for a long time yeah well i mean but are they to the, are they today uh they're far more taken they're taken a lot more seriously than they were I don't know that they have completely come around because I still, yeah, I don't see evidence of a whole lot of um, extreme situations being put in comic books, mm-hmm. um, like you know, full on fucking nudity and sex and vi- graphic violence, shit like that. You see it every now and then, but not in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't, you won't see, you won't open up Captain America and see. You know, fucking, you know, his girlfriend's fucking knockers when even if it's appropriate to show them or it would make sense in the context to show them, you know, it's kind of alluded to off screen or, you know, and you could still compare that to, you know, different rated movies of today. Mm -hmm. And you could say that that is that, but you don't really see that in the, uh, in the mainstream of it. Yeah. It's kind of pushed off to the side. And maybe you're, and I, I'm not saying that it should be gratuitous. I'm not, I'm not saying that that kind of, kind of stuff should ever be gratuitous, but it's jarring when it's not there when it's supposed to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you see like Game of Thrones, Game mm-hmm. of Thrones is, Game of Thrones is kind of a mix between the gratuitous and the ungratuitous mm-hmm. nudity. Uh, you have scenes where, like, okay, well, they just want you to see what it's like to be in a brothel. Yeah. Well, of course, you're going to see stuff in a brothel. Mm-hmm. Okay, you should see stuff in a brothel. If you're not seeing stuff in a brothel in the fucking 1400s era, fucking medieval era, then you're, you know, it's, the, it's suspension, the suspension of disbelief goes away. Right. Um, If you do see it, then you'll take note of it, but... At the same time, you're like, oh, well, okay, that's the way they were back then. That makes sense for this era. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, if somebody is, like, taking a bath in a lake and they get out and the scene just happens to cut in such a way that you can't see it, you're like, okay, well, I understand why they did it, 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the same time, maybe that original angle was better let me, for what you're seeing. Let me ask you this. Whenever you do watch a TV show or a movie and there's nudity involved, do you care? Um, Like I said, only when it's conspicuously absent, if that makes sense. What about you, Greg? I don't really care either way most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sort of like you said, like if it's you're walking through a strip club and like fully clothed women, like, yeah, you're going to notice that, but it doesn't really it's take not so me much out of, a, of it. It's not so much of a bother. It's just like it it immediately pulls me out of whatever I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, well, the uh, say you were watching Deadpool mm-hmm. and you're watching Deadpool and he chases the people up into the strip club and you know he's gonna shoot out, shoot out with the bad guy. You know he's chasing it, chasing him through the strip club. Well, now I'm not thinking about, okay, well he's chasing this bad guy through a strip club. I'm thinking, why is everyone conspicuously clothed yeah. in this strip club? You know, and it's just, meh. it it's not like okay, um, I want to see the titties. I'm just, I'm just that much of a horn dog. No, I just it it makes me stop and immediately go. This isn't correct. Now see, the the point I'm getting at is when you have a TV show or a movie and there's nudity, specifically we can take it to downgrade when it's supposed to be nudity. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really mean a lot to the general populace. They have a ratings system set up, so hopefully the people that shouldn't be watching it or the kids that shouldn't be watching aren't watching it. Yeah. But it's there to serve a purpose. Correct. I feel that today that when you see that shit in a video game, they're like, oh, shit. It's the kiss of they're death. They're just flopping titties around. It's a kiss of death. They're showing sex. And it's like, wait a minute. So one of the forms of media that have been around decades before this one has been doing that forever, and they show you, they give you reasons why that's there. But when gaming does it, it's taboo. Yes. Well, see... In comparing, like, video games to, like, television or movie, like, if if you think about time frame, video games haven't really been around as long as, like, movies have. Like, TV shows, you know, Leave it to Beaver caught shit when both parents were sleeping in the same bed. Or, like, it was a big fucking deal when they showed a toilet on TV. (laughs) You know, that was in the 50s or the 60s when we weren't there. You know, you think about... Times have changed. 20, 30 years into television, like, they were... Kind of put well, up it, with the same shit. What it is is their old people died. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Fuck them old people, and that's where we're at. Fuck the old people. You know, and and I think that video games have advanced faster mm-hmm. because of, you know, like, the the as far as technology goes as a society, we sort of did a fucking skyrocket. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we got Meanwhile, moving pictures. TV's we've TV's got sound. We've got computers. Mm-hmm. Like, now pretty much anything you fucking absorb media on is a computer mm-hmm. like it's capable of playing a game or playing a video or mm-hmm. you know sound mm-hmm. in its most basic form and I, I think it's just going to take time to catch up it sucks that it's still taking all this time because we all have hobbies yeah. i'm not saying that yeah. i that it's it's a greek tragedy that, that the that the guy that likes to go out in his garage for four or five hours and tune up his is his mercedes is that he's a far cry different than me that spends four or five hours in front of a game i don't want him to stop his hobby to pick up mine because i feel mine's better there are people that will come home from work and will just drown themselves in three four or five hours of tv yeah and i'm thinking man you've got 
okay, I get it. I totally get it. You're watching a show. You're watching a story. You have plot. You have climax. You have drama. You, you have just action. turn your brain off and absorb now, the story. Now imagine if you turn that fucking TV off and I put a controller in your hand and you can do the fucking thing. You can play that. You still get the experience. The only difference is you got to play it. Well, it's challenging. Turn the fucking difficulty down. Some games now have it where it's like, it's not just easy, normal, hard. It's easy, normal, hard, story. I think Mass Effect 3 did that, didn't it? Yeah. It, had, it had a gameplay setting where you could say, how do, uh, what challenge you want? You're nah. just, you could say, <laughs> you could just say, you say no, I, I just want I to experience want the game as, as a whole. Yeah. And I, I think that's just giving little little tertiary help to people. I'm saying as a whole, people see video games and they wash it aside. It's just, mm-hmm. it's... It's amazing how big this fucking industry as a whole is. It's amazing how far it's come. No, you get, you get and to where you just you try to put it to people, and they're like, "We don't take that serious. Yeah. We'll take movies kind of serious. We'll take yeah. TVs and music kind of serious. Video games, eh? It's like, I it's mean, like, why? You have this this group of people out there that will never look at games the same any differently than they do a Monopoly board. Yeah. Okay, and that that's the problem with it is that you know you you have people that look at it as this is something you are doing competitively with yourself or with you know another person to you know get points on. They fucking think points still exist in video games, mm-hmm. um, and you know trying to beat their high scores and going bloop blah blah bloop bloop. You know they they think of you know what com- what video games were. In the 70s and 80s. Yeah. You know, and I'm sorry to say it's been 30 years. Yeah. You know, um, we've come a long way. Long A long, way. long way from Leave It to the Beaver. We are at, you know, Game of Thrones now. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you're at Walking Dead now. You can play The Walking Dead and you can get a totally different storyline. And it's filled with so much good stuff. But in, in time frame wise, we wouldn't be at, we wouldn't be at, um, Game of Thrones now. Yeah, thirty years after Leave It to Beaver, what was that? The fifties? Yeah, so, so we're we're, we're in like Magnum PI right now. We're in now. the Magnum PIs right now. Yep. You know? like we're just so, now saying shit down. Yep. Not so even shit. We're moving along a little faster than T V did at least. I think I think you can give it that. Gaming has moved faster and will move faster because of things like social media and the internet. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to like niche cultures like video games or comic books or any some other random obscure hobby before the internet and social media was a thing like you were just kind of like alone in your house if you didn't have any other kids on your street that were into the same shit you're you a were, fucking nerd like then you were the fucking outcast but now you can just go hop on facebook or hop on a forum and you've got thousands of people that are into the yeah. exact same whatever hey, specific shit you you're, are you're, mm-hmm. i mean even if it's fucking something obscure yeah, like yeah. whatever the yeah, fuck you, it there is. There are people that unite around fucking the fucking TV show my fucking little girls watch mm-hmm. and fucking My Little Pony show and they go out and fucking grown men dress like fucking ponies and that's why I can't take my kid to the movies. But, um, <laughs> you know, like yeah. if, if, as far as like flying kites, there's a billion people on the internet that are just as into flying kites now, you as can you watch are. a fucking YouTube tutorial on how to build a badass motherfucking kite right now. I guarantee mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think, I don't look at it in it's a like disparaging way. Like it, I'm not worried that gaming is going to die in any way. Yeah. I just feel like we might 
Like, we might be the ones, like, you know, like, as far as, like, famous artists don't become famous until they're already dead. Like, yeah. people don't appreciate the shit until you're already gone. Like, we might not see the the day where, like, video gaming is just right up there with TV, movies, whatever, mm-hmm. but it'll happen. Well, I yeah. mean, you remember when they formed the ESRB, don't y'all? Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And when all that the way was to fucking a, Congress. That was a big fucking deal back then. Yeah. It was Doom, fucking murder simulators. and But that was and, still even, like, 96. Oh, yeah. oh, no, it was much later than that. They This was fucking Columbine and goddamn. Oh, yeah. So yeah. this is, like, the two thousands i remember in like oh six oh six they somebody did something and they blamed it on grand theft auto you know san andreas was getting oh it was the hot coffee mod came oh out. Yeah, yeah oh yeah you remember that yeah it wasn't yeah. A, it wasn't a mod it was some shit embedded in the game's code by the developers but i guess they just they said okay this is too far we gotta scrap the idea because they'd get like an AO rating from the ERSB and mm-hmm. and it basically means it can't be put in Walmart. Yeah. Which is a whole nother thing now because now you're no longer, video games are going digital. Yeah, you're not bound to brick and mortar anymore. Yeah, so. Not by, not by I sight. Mean, who gives a fuck what Walmart puts on their shelves because, you know, Steam or someone else will sell it for you. You set up your own damn website and if your game's good enough, then you could a kickstart it with no fucking AAA backing whatsoever, mm-hmm. and get AAA money for it, or b, uh, you know, put it on Steam, mm-hmm. you know, greenlight it, you know, and just set it up on your website and sell it from there. Um, you know, it, it's come a long way, and not just the fidelity and ability to make a game more than just bleeps and bloops but the actual distribution of the games has changed too well see you would think that games being more available and made tailored for different audiences and different likes and interests and all that you would think that that would make it as a whole bigger and broader in the mind of the world and it seems like it don't you know i I think i think my gripe i think a good way to summarize my gripe is that and don't misunderstand this because i realize this is a fucking video game podcast and we play video games for fucking fun and that's exactly what they're designed to do i don't i don't compete i'm not a designer i don't make money off it it is literally a hobby i i dump money into this and get reward of fun back okay but I've, my gripe is that I feel the world as a whole doesn't take gaming seriously. And it's hard for the world to take the gaming seriously when even, you know, setting aside competitions, setting aside Madden tournaments and uh, Evo and stuff like that, there's not really a lot of goal to it. There's not a whole, there's not money involved. I think, well, but, but I, there is, just not enough. Well, one, one second. The, it, it, it goes back to that original thing. You have, I read somewhere like 155 million Americans play video games for at least, you know, 30 minutes a week, you know. Um, You have this entirely segregated populace of gamers. You have people that play phone games. Yeah, that was the point I was getting at. Yeah, you have people that will, okay, well, let me play fucking, you know, um, some... Candy fucking bejeweled or some yeah. shit on my phone for a couple of minutes a day or a couple of hours a week, you know, and that is the extent of my gaming knowledge. Those people being counted as the same people who fucking 
play The Witcher 3 are uh, is probably not a very good way to have your metric. This aggregate... I mean, the, the definition of gamer has kind of changed. Oh, yeah. Um, from someone who plays games at all, which is what it used to be, and now it's more of a per- people who take games seriously. Yeah. Um, and it's not... I don't know if everyone is okay with that, the way that got changed. That if if you look at the way games are being represented in the media, you also have an entirely new thing happening inside of gaming, which like. is um, social issues are kind of starting to creep in. Yeah, does that make sense? You're yeah. having yeah, you're having all these social battlegrounds begin to occur. Uh, people are starting to say, okay, well, you have people like. Anita Sarkeesian talking about females in gaming. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I mean, you know, agree with her, disagree with her, whatever. But it, the fact that she's fighting this fucking fight at all means that the media is being taken more seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now think of what you're saying, though. That's somebody fighting something that has a negative backlash somewhere. Why can't this? Why can't the "We're taking it serious" be Witcher Three came out and oh shit, there's groundbreaking shit in this game and the story is vast and the world is huge and the story is deep. Well, I think you get kind of a mixed bag of it. You uh, like when Grand Theft Auto comes out, any Grand Theft Auto comes out, they talk about how it's more accurate than it's ever been before. Mm-hmm. You can see bullets entering their brains and watch the light go out of their fucking eyes as you run them over on the streets maliciously. Mm-hmm. How horrible is this for our children? So it, you kind of get a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. It's look at how much more fucking real this is. And oh my God, you get extra points for killing hookers. Mm-hmm. Extra points, points. You get fucking points <laughs> in goddamn game. That's never going to go away yeah, until never, those people die. Yeah, And that's why I'm saying they got to die. So you think it's it's it's... The past generations that are fucking us over. Yeah, I also I, I think they're also the people. I'm sorry. That's okay. Go. They're 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 also the people that are playing fucking bejeweled, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, and fucking playing Candy Crush and being counted amongst the fucking you know collective of gamers. You can go ahead. I also think it. I think it somewhat seems a lot worse than it is because, like I said earlier, like. Everybody can see everything. Like, everybody's got a soapbox now. Mm-hmm. Like, used to, the only way you could get a message out was at, like, 10 o'clock at night on Fox or ABC or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. the only way you got your news. But now anybody with a cell phone, which is fucking everybody that has an opinion and thinks their opinion matters, puts it right on out there. No, oh, let me share this. Let me share this. And it's just fucking spinning like wildfire. Well, another issue is that I think the accessibility is also an issue where this, this goes to an argument you made before is like, if they're going towards cell phones, maybe if all of our gaming was just on cell phones, maybe a bit, maybe be a little bit better. I agree with that, but I also disagree because the, the gaming population as a whole knows what Bejewel is. Yes. They know what Clash of Clans is. Mm, yes. But not everybody knows what Witcher is. Yeah. But, but I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm strictly tailoring this to the cell phone market. There are other games out there besides Flappy Bird. And I mean, there are not, it's as deep as the games on the phone will let it be. But if the cell phone technology had advanced to where you could play Xbox One games straight on your handheld in your phone, 
you know, on, in your hands, maybe that would make it better. Maybe it would. I don't know it, if that would do anything to make the... But, I mean, the people who play Bejeweled aren't looking for Xbox One games. They're, they're not, not going to play them, not because they don't have the ability to. Adam, let me blow your mind. The people that are playing Bejeweled weren't looking for Bejeweled. Somehow, some way, they had that brought to their attention. They were well, like, that's because eh, whatever, I'll check it out. And then they got fucking nose deep into that game. That's and because they're sheep and they fucking saw an <laughs> ad somewhere and they clicked it. And, you know, they come from the age of, oops, I clicked something on my phone. I don't know how it got on there. I don't know how to change the time on my VCR because I'm fucking retarded. We have people out okay. there that have that will go to the movies and see the 6th, 5th, 7th, whatever, Fast and Furious. Yep. Those same people will, like not, will not play fucking Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yep. Those people will not give two shits or a fuck about Grand Theft Auto Five. Nope. They maybe care about Madden because their uncle has Madden and their friends like to buddy they up like and play, play Madden the before the Super Bowl. But yeah. what I'm saying is we have household staples of entertainment set in place and have been set in place for a long time. And, and those is becoming one of them. For the most part, though, they haven't really evolved. I mean, there's 3D and there's the, old the panoramic views. Yeah, but I mean, the gaming world has evolved over and over and over again. It's, it, they keep, we keep pushing this to people saying, man, this stuff is great. This stuff is awesome. And they're like, no, nah, we don't care. We'll just sit back and watch TV. Think, think about I, this. People that make video games are people that play video games. Like, gamers make games, mm -hmm. you know? People in suits make movies. You know, the reason movies and TV hit everybody is because their sole purpose is to make something, not that I like, is to make something that everybody's going to like and rake in the cash. Right. And I don't think gaming as a whole is a cash grab like that. Yeah. You know? Well. So when you, when you know, when you've already got a small community of people making well, something I mean, like, oh, you know, gaming makes a shit ton of well, money. Well, yeah, I mean, but, hey, you but know, what he's it's, saying it's, is, it's he, like, it's like a little kid, you know, like, oh, I drew you a picture. It's like, oh, that's nice. I'll put it on the fridge, mm, like, yeah. you know, because like, oh, it's me and you and everything. Like, of course, it's great, you know, and that's what you like, but I'm not going to go draw a picture of me and the house and the dog or whatever. Like, I'm going to go draw what I like, but then you have somebody that just pumps out, you know, like, like the Bejeweled and Candy Crush is super popular you know at least a ton of people have it on the front at least touch it every mm -hmm. now and then you know but it's something super simple that someone can get into and that's, once you once you get into thing. like the mechanics of gaming like i've got a different you know i've got a different skill set for a first person shooter and then a rpg and then an action adventure game and a lot of people just don't fucking care that much about anything yeah like not just gaming like they don't care to put in that much effort at anything. I think the level, I think the amount of games. See, here's the thing. Let's throw out a shitball number and say that there are 400,000 movies in the world right now. Just, just more, whatever. Just a random number. What, is that, knowing that fact, is that going to make you not go watch the new Avengers movie? No. no. That has no effect on you watching Avengers at all. You You don't give a fuck. Okay. I think when people see games and they see that we're in the ninth generation of consoles, <coughs> they think of, man, there's all this shit. Like, where the fuck do I begin? Where do I start? If you wanted to watch the, if you wanted to understand Avengers fully, 
through word of mouth or research, you could find out, well, I need to go watch Captain America. Oh, I should go watch Captain America. I should go watch Iron Man. I should go watch Thor. I know where my starting point is. I think the more levels of where to go and what should I begin with and what difficulty and what type of game should I play, what might I be interested in, I think the more you add those, people, they, their eyes get blurry. Yeah, like, and that's uh, the biggest yeah, hurdle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, just, I'll just go fucking watch there, TV. There yeah. is something about the way people react to media. Okay, there are people who swear by the old black and white fucking uh, TV shows, mm-hmm. you know, and don't like the sex and the violence and the blah, blah, blah that came with fucking 80s and beyond sitcoms, mm-hmm. okay? There are people that swear to God that they like the sound of vinyl fucking records, mm-hmm. okay? Those people just need to die. <laughs> I'm I'm serious. Once they die, who's keeping the, the media will these move people forward. need to die, Tally. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> there are a lot of people in this world that the world would be better off without, and I it will be the arbiter of who those people are. I really, really don't think that the only way that video games are ever going to be taken seriously is if an entire generation or two of people die. I do. I think that it's a growing past it and being replaced by people who are smart enough to program their VCR and aren't intimidated by the task of reprogramming their VCR to get, you know, to an objective. Mm -hmm. You know, I say the reprogramming the VCR like it was, you know, uh, like a trivial thing, but apparently it wasn't back in the day, you know. People are like, oh, man, it just flashes 12. I have no idea how to fix it. <laughs> and they didn't even fucking try. You know? Just, um, so in, nowadays you give a fucking... Yeah, I could... I, I sat there and what, my four-year-old daughter grabbed the PlayStation 3 controller and pulled up her Frozen movie and fucking watched it. Wow. She put the fucking DVD in the thing. She grabbed it like... She fucking... She fingerprinted it. She bare-fisted like, oh. it. And I was like, oh, my God. You were like, it's, it's okay. Be, She's learning. Let, it's it's going to okay. be greasy. But, uh, <laughs> I'll clean so it later. She she ham-fisted that fucking DVD straight in the fucking uh, thing. She even let the the PlayStation pull it in. Oh, shit. She had been taught. She didn't jam it she in. She didn't just slam it in there like, you know, fucking kids used to feed macaroni to the VCR. Mm-hmm. No, she did that. She went through the entire PlayStation menu Navigated to the DVD, hit X, <laughs> and then went through the menu of the DVD and hit play. Okay? She is four. Yeah, my okay. four-year-old does the exact same thing. She knows what shows are on YouTube versus what shows are on Netflix. Mm-hmm. She knows what each app looks like. She knows how to get to them, and she can pick an episode if she wants. Yep. She can't necessarily read it, but like I and know that so, picture. And you have right now my, my, my seven-year-old... I have only recently discovered likes to watch Minecraft Let's Plays. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. And I'm, she's slowly she's creeping like, into your she world now. Names, she names people. <laughs> I have no idea. She's like, it's just like Ariel Blah Blah Blah's house. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, he streams on Minecraft. How weird does that make you feel? Uh, that makes me because, feel old. Okay, now check this out. Another one day world. I'll need to die. Your little daughter, your daughter can watch <laughs> a YouTube video or a series or two or three and name drop shit to you. And you're like, I have no idea. Adam, she was watching a video game related thing. Yeah. 
Now you go talk to somebody at work that don't know shit about video games and you start name dropping. They feel like you do. Yeah. But she's in your world. You're not in their world. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. How the gap works. Yeah. It's like if you start this shit at a young age, it builds on you. Yep. And you're ready for the next thing, which is going to be too complicated for us. And we're going to go, I can't handle it. And that's when we know. I'm already it's at time, time for to us die. to die. Can, can I, can I, I'm, I'm going to admit this right now. I'm, I feel like I'm at some of that level because I have to this day not owned a tablet. And I, there, we have tablets at, at your job, mine and Adam's job. There's mm-hmm. tablets at mine and Greg's job. And I can, I can, I mean, I know where to go. I know to click the buttons, but I, it's like a big fucking phone, man. Th- this is where I want to segue into the kids part is that, I feel that if my kid had an iPad, whatever the fuck is a new one out, I would not, I feel like they would be outclassed. I think I would be outclassed because I don't know how to work this shit to the most. I could, I could sit down and figure the shit out. Yeah. But, but you don't want to. Yeah. Cause you're a crotchety old man now, like the rest I guess, of us. I guess. You just it makes me wonder how I'm going to handle. You just go ahead and turn it off, tell them they can't have that on at the same time as they got the Wi-Fi on. Cause which brings up a, which brings up a good point. How, how, Greg, how do you handle censoring and mature content, et cetera, with your daughter? And how do you plan on handling it as she grows up in the future? Well, I think, I think you really have to have like a hands-on approach with it. Like you've got those like, we had those parents where it's like, oh, this is a teen game and you're 11. You can't play this. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's, there's that aspect to it. But like my kid watches YouTube videos of people playing with toys, mm-hmm. you know, from outside looking in, like if you were just let it roll on TV, it's just a bunch of people playing with toys. Mm-hmm. But then I walk, you know, walk in on one of these kids shows on YouTube and the fucking Paw Patrol puppies are getting pregnant and got morning sickness. And, what? Yeah, and <laughs> puking up slime and all that kinds of shit like that. I'm like, no, you got to stop that right now. Yeah. I mean, you really, you just got to be involved with what your kids are doing. You know, as far as in the future goes, it's, like. It's part of being a good parent. Yeah, I mean, that's really all it is. Like, if my kid wants to play games, like, as someone that plays games, I've got a better head. Like, okay, like, I'll probably know what the hell she's talking about until I get super old, but. You know, like, of course you can be the one to be like, that says you're not old enough. You're not old enough. Mm -hmm. But, you know, with... I'll never be the one to let some ratings board or government entity tell me how to raise my... Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I haven't really seen a lot of games that were underrated, Mm -hmm. but there have been a few that have been, like, catch an M rating when it's like, why? They say, like, fuck three times in the game. But, yeah. like, Super Smash Brothers Melee is a teen game. Yeah. Because game it has simulates, a teen rating. Because, because Greg, it simulates violence. battles. It's, and violence. I think one they was crude humor, weapons. and nobody fucking talks except fucking Pikachu saying his own goddamn name. But, Greg, your little girl could want yeah, to climb, exactly. climb on a thing and jump off and... Act yeah. like she's doing a Super Smash slam or yeah, something. And then she'll yeah. crack her head and I'll say, what did you learn? And the government will be like, Greg, you know, told now you. Now, if it comes to, like, my kid wants to pick up Resident Evil and she's four years old, I'm just going to be like, nah. Yeah. Like, like, because I don't want to run around swinging bats now, at let, the let dog. Let me tell you an interesting story. I was... Story young, time. Young, with that young parent. Okay. And I was playing this game. Perhaps he was 12 heard, as a parent. Perhaps you heard of it. I was only five when I had my first kid. <laughs> um... <clears throat> But I was a rich motherfucker, boy. (laughs) Yeah, I would. 
Um, let me see. I had a uh, a, a little known game. You might know it. It's called a uh, Red Dead Redemption. Ooh, what's that? Yeah, what is that? It is a rock star game. Is that some like Maybe. blood? You got to swing a sword around and kill. Yeah, don't they make something? Grand Theft Auto? Grand yeah, Theft Auto is bad. Them. Yeah, it's it's a pretty bad game. <laughs> Not rock star. So, uh, it's about mm-hmm. a cowboy who goes around fucking shit up. Spoilers. Oh no. And uh. <laughs> One of the things you can do is you get a lasso because oh, whoop to do you're a fucking cowboy and you use it to wrangle fucking horses and pumas and people, and uh, so I'm sitting there, you know. Uh, one of the things was to um, to yeah, you got you go on these little side quest kind of things and to get more money, and they give it you find like a wanted poster or something like that, and it says wanted dead or alive. And you go to their hideout and catch them and, you know, bring them, you know, you throw them on the back of your horse and bring them back and you get money. Well, I'm sitting there messing around with that. And I found some, uh, found some desperados on my way to, on the way to some, some spot. And, uh, they, they started shooting at me and I was like, oh, I guess I'll play the good guy. So I, I lassoed him and there was, you know, this, uh, they 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 were like robbing a stagecoach or something like that, mm-hmm. you know. And so they're they're shooting off, and the woman who was you know riding the wagon or whatever, she's like screaming and hiding and stuff like that. My you know my daughter walked in. This is my oldest daughter. She walked in while I'm playing this game, and I'm you know, I'm I'm not super. I'm not like a super strict parent. Like they can see this kind of stuff. I'm not I'm not too terribly. No, so you're a bad parent. Then. I'm a bad parent. I don't give a fuck. Um, so they're watching, you know, she's kind of just watching me play, I guess. And, uh, I lasso the bad guy and, uh, I have him all hogtied and he goes, she goes, daddy, daddy, lasso the lady. And I go, uh, okay, I'll lasso the lady. So I, I'll lasso the lady I'm supposed to be saving. She goes, put her on the train tracks. And I go, what? <laughs> uh, oh, Okay. So I, I grab the lady and I do as my daughter asked and I put her on the train track. Oh my God, Adam. And she's like, let the train run her over. And oh my I like, God. I was like, okay. I got a fucking achievement out of that. Adam. <laughs> There's an achievement in Dead Red Redemption called Dastardly. And you get it for letting it for tying a woman up and putting her on train tracks. Now you know like one now, of those old timey movies. So when your daughter grows up to become a homicidal maniac who ties people up and puts them in front of trains, you did then it. I will blame you for not stopping me. I didn't know you at this time. Damn I would have said that. Yeah, you probably knew me, but it'd be all right. So, I mean, you know, kids kids do what kids do. Mm-hmm. You know, kids see cool, and it's all about being able to separate fantasy and reality and the sooner your kids understand that the shit they see on tv isn't real life mm-hmm. you know which should be as soon as you can teach them that yeah um yeah. then they can separate it they can separate the difference between you know the the stuff that they might see now you i'm not saying let your fucking kids go on live leak Okay. Yeah. And and watch people get smoked in the head by fucking tires and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that's a good idea. What I'm saying is, if you use your best judgment, you know, and keep an eye on your kids, mm-hmm. 
it'll be okay. See, here's an example. Here's a here's a I hate using just current games because there's all there's a bunch of older ones to talk about. But just using a very current example, let's take Mass Effect Andromeda. One of the biggest bullet points of this fucking game apparently came around was that there's full blown nudity and probably sex scenes involved. Yeah, and that's become a fucking uproar now. What kills me is that people will look at that game and all they'll know is that that game name and that bullet point and they'll go my kid will never play that game never it's like you're to- you're throwing away possibly an entire game full of interstellar travel interspecies turmoil conflict strife adventure all these great things but the possibility that there may be nudity or sex involved you're saying no i can respect that if you say, if you if you would say, you know what, I'll get it for my thirteen year old son, but I will play it with him, and when that shit comes up, I will decide whether I'll let him do that or if I'll say, step out the room, I'll fucking button press through this bullshit, you can come back in. I think I, it's here. the person that looks at that and goes, see, this is what video games are: it's titties and dicks and daggum cussing and bloods everywhere. My kids are you, not till you're eighteen, or you're gonna get a PlayStation I, I think, Seven. I think uh, that's I, the I shit think that I a happy workaround to this. You know, um, I think that if you had a a menu option in the game that just said, "Okay, well, we want mature content on or off." Yeah, and, and you could Modern just, Warfare Two did it. You could yeah. just flip on. You know, it, it was like the Sega Blood Code that made it so much superior to the fucking SNES version mm-hmm. uh, that you could just go, "Okay, well, you know, I don't need to press in an elaborate series of buttons. I can just turn this off and password lock it mm-hmm. inside the game itself." And maybe they just, you know, do the fucking. We're gonna stamp some fucking uh, shitty bikinis on these fucking chicks mm-hmm. instead of, or maybe just make this fade to black and then come back. As opposed to showing the scene, you know what a lot of it really, really boils down to, like whatever media that you want to talk about, like us talking about gaming specifically, just because of the context of the podcast. As far as your kids go, like you just got to raise your kids. Like, yeah, yeah. video games don't make the kids that shot up Columbine. Like no. parents that let their kids like do sit what with the their fuck fucking ever. door shut and not tell them, like, yo, like shit is not okay like mm-hmm. and they're like all right well let's go just fucking shoot up the school like mm-hmm. shitty parents make shitty kids yeah like but you know I, I'm, I'm actually not to go too far off on this columbine thing but i did learn recently that the mother of one of the shooters is now um doing like speeches and stuff like that she's going around and taught basically telling her story mm-hmm. and i did watch one of her videos and um apparently from her and she said you know there's no way i can ever make up for what my kid did mm-hmm. you know um but one of her bigger things was she couldn't she didn't know at the time she honestly says that she didn't know mm-hmm and I think I, I think she believes it, um, and she she like faulted herself for a very long time about not knowing, you know, not being able to see the signs, the writing on the wall, or whatever. And I imagine at some point in her life, her and her her and their father probably did the same thing. They yeah. probably took some initial blame. Yeah. And but the problem was that society as a whole 
didn't take them as blame. They fucking well, grabbed mean, for every loose point, straw they could and put it blame to it. At some point, okay, it's city. no longer it. I mean, even the parents. If you fucking have Hitler as a kid, who's going to go out and be a little goddamn demon? At some point, that kid has to have personal responsibility. Yeah, that's okay? true. So, I mean, you can be a great parent and still raise fucking Hitler mm-hmm. because Hitler's going to Hitler regardless of what the fuck. Is that? <laughs> that's going to be the title. <laughs> Hitler's going to Hitler. I've just fucking figured it out right Hitler's there. Hitler's going to Hitler. It okay, sure. Okay. So. Wow. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a fucked up title. Backtracking my point. Maybe not Columbine kids, but maybe you got a six-year-old that's whacking kids in class with a broom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that can be avoided. Yeah. Like, for the most part, unless they're Hitler. If you're a like, good kid. If, yeah. If you have a kid that can understand right from wrong and you take the time to parent them the right way, okay, because my kids do this shit, and I've taught my, you know, I, I'm still teaching my girls not to do stupid shit and... <laughs> You know, um, they, you know, the older one will whack the, the middle one or the middle one will whack the older one and then expect not to get whacked back. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you can't do this shit. You know, it doesn't matter how mad you get. Use your words, you know, because if you don't, you know, somebody's going to fucking call your bluff and knock the fucking shit out of you. And I'm going to have to go to jail. For killing their dad. Yeah, exactly. You know, after I kicked the fuck out of this kid. Yeah. So, it is is what it is. Like, grand scheme of thing, like, (laughs) like, there's golden children that will never do any wrong. Don't do that. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I'm going to have to fight their dad. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, this is how it's going to go down, you know, and if you ever want to see daddy again, you can't be doing this kind of stuff. So... I it, just be a parent, really. You gotta, you gotta pay attention to what your kids are doing, how they are reacting to the not any form of media they're taking in. Mm-hmm. And video games, yes, they are a form of media, so you need to be watching it. You need to be making sure they're not doing stupid shit. But, but see, if, see, when it comes to games and movies and TV and and music, all that. You're putting you, Adam. You're putting a lot of homework on the parents now. Homework. When all they when all they really to do as a parent. No, all they no, Adam. All they need to do is look at a fucking rating that stands right there on the game and say, nope, my fourteen year old daughter cannot play this game. That's a copy. What you're gonna get? You're letting because I mean, say you did look at the box and you did say, okay, well this has cartoon violence. What the fuck is cartoon violence? Really? That one one offer is going to be something that you use to judge? Okay, I can see that as being the cliff notes of what it's supposed to be, but if you're not there watching and learning and seeing what they're seeing to an extent, then you're not doing your fucking job. Well, but You're just not doing your job. Well, you then, can look then, at the TV ratings on a TV show. It says TVY, okay, but... You know what? They've got Disney movies out there that have, you know, two guys kissing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. What I'm saying is that a question may occur when that, you know, that comes up. And if you're not there to answer it, they'll try to figure it out for themselves. And who knows what answer they'll come to. Mm-hmm. Okay? And what you don't want is your kids to be taught by the other kids. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. That's not how kids should learn shit. Kids should be able to freely dialogue with their parents. Mm-hmm. And parents should be there to be like, yeah, that's okay. I, sometimes that kind of stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Or don't be like this person. Mm-hmm. Don't do what they do. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. The, uh, you know, the thing is, like, as, as far as this ties into, like, parents letting their kids play games you know you have to do your research but i th- i think the biggest issue is is like a lot of parents don't understand it it's not something they're into so they don't want to put in that like the reason they don't put in that effort is because it's something they don't understand it's something they don't because like because they don't take it serious yeah they don't take it serious like i'm sure there's going to come a time where my kid is into something that i have no fucking clue why she would ever like it mm-hmm. or anything like that but i s- still going to sit down and take the time and at least, you know, watch it, look at it, whatever, and at least try and figure it out mm-hmm. and I come would, to an understanding instead of just barring it I completely. I cannot tell you how many episodes of My Little Pony I've sat through. Oh, man. You want to have a My Little Pony episode? Because I can do it. I've seen them, too. Uh, I can't. <laughs> just thinking, I can, I, the song is, the theme song gets stuck in my fucking head. Hmm. Okay. It, it is what it is, okay? But, you know, I will always be that person that, you know, knows what's going on in my kids' lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm one person. I've got three lives to track. Yeah. Okay? So I'm not going to be 100% on everything. Yeah. I, I've accepted that. And plus, that's be you. things I can't do. That's you tracking three kids. Imagine one parent tracking a one kid's video game life. Well, hell, yeah. I took time to study fucking... Metal Gear Solid four, uh, uh, 5, The Phantom Pain. Man, he got lost in that shit for five months. Now what's he want to play? And I wants to play Witcher 3. Well, let me fucking... What's up with this game? Well, guess oh. what? You and, got a kid. That's kind of part of it. And I then mean, he, get, he got that game. And this, point, you know what? You know what? I'm just going to make this easy. Point, I'm just going to look at the game's rating and say, yeah, this is okay. You, yeah, give, them, is you give them the tools they need to make informed decisions, and you give them the ability to make good decisions. And then you gotta let them go because they're their own people. I think that's a I think that's a good point. I think another topic that I want to talk about in this in this mature gaming thing is maybe how the whole gaming industry has evolved over time. You know, I remember I remember back in the day going from console to console to console of having and even games to games having those generational gaps. And just watching yeah. things like Nintendo is a good example. How when they were talking about the Switch, they went back in the history and they're like, "Remember, this is the Nintendo controller we gave y'all, and it was revolutionary." The Super Nintendo controller came out had two more buttons and then two shoulder buttons. Yeah, sixty four came out had and a handle. Like, what the fuck happened? Or were, yeah. we, were you on acid? Or so. And then not <laughs> only that, but I mean, if maybe treading lightly on the statement I made earlier in this podcast was, you know, the graphics were upgraded. When you mm-hmm. went from console generation to console generation, for the most part, there was some type of graphical upgrade. Uh, but this also stems to games as a whole. Metal Gear Solid was a great game, and it all it was chock full of little bitty things you could do that weren't strictly storyline, but just the fact that you could put somebody to sleep and then hide their body in a locker yeah. and you thought you yeah. were good, but did you cover your tracks in the snow? Because yeah. somebody could see your foot tracks and go, somebody, whose footprints are these? And yeah. then you go to Metal Gear Solid 2, and then they added rain effects. They the added shit. More bird shit. <laughs> they added, they, they, they that added, was the giant leap forward. <laughs> it seems like every iteration of Metal Gear, they he tried to add more and more shit where it's like, man, that's a... 
That's a that's good a touch. whole lot of bird shit. That's a, <laughs> that's a good touch. Uh, and I see gaming. I'm sure there's arguments we made against this, which is what I'd like y'all to pose if you have them. If not, our audience can do it. But it seems like the more generation we gap we have in consoles now, it seems like the only big advantage they give us is graphics. Now, there are motion controls, yes. There's more rumble. There's better analog. There's the, you know, the tilt function, yeah. But I don't know if those have, like, pushed the whole gaming industry for the whole world to be like, yo, this shit's getting big. I, I don't know if it has. Yeah, I think that's where you're wrong, bucko. Um, the, the big thing about it is it's not a it, – you're not seeing so much of the fidelity – anymore what mm-hmm. you're seeing now is the possibilities expanding you see um you're starting to see giant multiplayer games are more prevalent now mm-hmm. you're starting to see um more things happening on the screen at once and that's not a huge thing to a lot of people but it's a huge thing for the implications of what is possible yeah um when you have a uh a, but let's say Bad Company 2. Mm-hmm. You remember going inside the buildings in Bad Company 2? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there's a famous person that I once knew that said, Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I doubt they'll ever be able to put furniture into these games because you wouldn't be able to model all this in fucking Bad Com- or Battlefield 3 comes out. And lo and behold, all the rooms have furniture in them. Yep. You know, um... You know, so now it doesn't look like you're going through an empty fucking apartment complex slash mount fucking training area. Mm-hmm. Now you're going through places that have couches and living rooms and, you know, stuff that can be shot up and blown up. Mm-hmm. And the more, um, the more processing power and the memory more and all that memory and et cetera advances, you know, those will stop being objects so much as they'll and and the physics on them will change it'll stop being like oh you shoot the book it explodes yeah it'll start being you shoot the book and it flies open pages come out based on where it got hit etc you know on the on the topic of evolution we remember back in the day where there would be developers that would make a game and the you'd have a team of like maybe 15 20 people that developed that whole entire game games are so big and to their to their discredit and to their credit are so big now no they have like a team of two people that they're in control of this one city they spend months and months just working on the city they spend two months well, working I mean, on this building and getting all these assets and different details and physics and all that shit you look at it you look at it from like wait, watch star citizens development mm-hmm. okay um the bulk of their time has been spent not making the universe, not making the ships. It's been building the toolkit. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as the toolkit gets built, then you can use that engine in your next game for free. Mm-hmm. You know, you can add to that engine or test the limits of that engine and, you know, use it for, you know, how you want to build the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you start seeing all these engine upgrades, and it, it doesn't sound like much when you tell a gamer, well, the engine's changed. But it's a huge thing because right now, if I, uh, you know, I want to have a table with a book on it, you know, that's a, it, it's a different type of item 
in one engine than it is in the other. And like I said before, whereas the physics model for a current game might be, okay, a, a bullet hits that book and the book just explodes into a million particles. Mm-hmm. The next one might be, okay, well, the book had a name of the book written across of it. Mm-hmm. You hit it with a bullet on the A in the middle of it, and the spine like breaks it in half, and it folds over, and all the pages fly out individually based on where the bullet passed through it. Yep. Um, and that's that's an extreme example, but that's something that could be possible in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, same thing for the table. Uh, the table that it's on, maybe you shoot one of the legs off, and the table kind of lists over to one side, or you know, you you drop something on it and it cracks the table in half you drop something heavier onto it and all the legs fold and break yeah um you know that kind of stuff it, it's my it's minor mm-hmm. but it plays a big role when it's put into context of everything yep. in that environment yep this is this is okay. something i've touted over and over again it's something nintendo's been good at for years those little details uh-huh. thank god that they have not lost the steam power and the willpower to, to make those little details because but, maybe there's 10 people that didn't see it but i saw it yeah. and man that was cool it added just a little bit more spice to that game yeah and when you when you start looking at games where they get that ultra fidelity you start um uh, Say Grand Theft Auto 3, okay? Look at the difference in in the fidelity of that game using that engine where most of the buildings were just big boxes, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, Even if you went inside a building, you didn't really go inside the building most of the time. Mm -hmm. You went into a separate instance. Mm -hmm. It teleported you somewhere. Now, Now you go in Grand Theft Auto 5, you walk into the building, you can see shit happening outside, yep. straight through the glass window. Mm-hmm. You, know, you shoot into it and out of it, you know, based on, you know, whatever. You're yeah. walking in there. It it's wasn't real. just a static wall. You can drive you a car in there if you can smash through the window. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, but still, the majority of those buildings are giant blocks. Yep. What happens when, and I don't know if this is, completely possible but it might be able to be procedurally generated but maybe one day they'll flush that entire city out and you'll be able to go in every fucking room in it yeah yeah i'm I'm down with that i mean you know and it'll probably be some kind of engine they develop to where okay they you know procedurally generate all the buildings that are non-fucking important Mm -hmm. but they'll uh, you could get there one day in gaming like I can tell you, uh, when I played Grand Theft Auto Five, this—I mean, it was a very minor thing. We're talking like 15, 20 seconds of me just wanting to try it out. I was like, I wonder how many buildings in this game I can actually go in and and I walk up to a door and there's no prompt to open. I'm like, all right, and then I'm trying to, I was like, oh, and I can go in this shop. Yeah. I can go in this one random person's house. So maybe one every five buildings I can go inside. And I thought, man, I can't wait for the day when the game comes out. I can go in everything. Just the fact that I could. I don't care if nobody's yeah. in there. Just to go in and see that people took the time to flesh this stuff out. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. You know, you talk about, like, the generational gaps as far as, like, you know, like Nintendo to Super Nintendo to Nintendo 64, and I think you don't really see as much. Like, you talk about the fidelity. Like, they kind of got that stuff figured out, and, you see, you know, they make a whole game engine. They've got it for the mm-hmm. next one. Yeah. And then I think it's a cool time we're in that we can get into, like, we don't have to figure out how to, make a game itself like we've pretty much got how people move figured out we pretty much got 
how a controller should look. Right. You know, so now it's, now it's like, let's look at the fucking table. Like, oh, that shit would be cool mm-hmm. to just have it fall over instead of just. Well, I mean, even you know. even for the people, you could do that with, for the people. The fidelity could increase on character models. Mm-hmm. Okay, a human being is a human being. Okay, now you can say, I want to have different physics for this human being. I want them to be action movie human beings. Right. Or I want them to be sports simulator human beings. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a motherfucker's got a calf muscle mm-hmm. and a bone, mm-hmm. you know, and a tibula or whatever. And fucking, you know, so maybe one day they've got that all the way introduced in yeah. and how that moves individually and that's all mapped out on a computer and modeled so maybe you know you maybe one day you know you start having real maybe you play a sports game and based on the way the character stretches in that sports game mm-hmm. they get an accurate injury they tear their ACL in exactly the way it should happen see that's a that's a thinking of games how they've evolved and how the mass audience as the world has seen them i think sports games and racing games are two that i don't play predominantly but i can totally watch those two games being played and think man look at how far this shit's come they've yeah. got fucking pores on these faces like they've got them think think when you went back to like a dreamcast game I remember some, I think it was my dad came in one day and I was, I had fucking two football teams playing in the background for no reason. I was just cleaning my room or something. And he was like, when'd you get cable in here? You can't watch football. And I was like, come on, dad. It's a video game. And I'm thinking, man, if he he saw the shit today that is engineered to be just like you're watching football on the screen. Yep. I mean, and look at racing games. Every iteration of en- of engines that come out to model these cars look more. And you put that shit on cinematic I mean, they mode. Sound the same. Like they go record the yep. exhaust sounds of that specific yep. fucking car. And so yeah, th- when I think the new generational gap is going to be the ability to go Further and further into that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to make all the? And what I think is actually going to happen, you're probably going to see it on the PC side, is you're going to start to see. You know how people have GPUs right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe one day you'll have another processor in your computer, and it'll be just for like the physics. Mm-hmm. You know, just doing the millions of calculations that need to happen to determine where this bullet fucking goes. Yep. You know, or, you know, what all the reactions of the objects in the environment are because it's just, at some point, you're going to have to undo that bottleneck. I love the way games evolve like that. Like, maybe, maybe it's not the fact that we don't see them because the generational gaps are just... A fucking frog in my throat. (laughs) (laughs) That back in the day, you could, I mean, if you put... Super Mario World up against Super Mario 64. Clear difference. Yeah. Not only the fact that you went from 2D to 3D, there's a graphical difference. I mean, it's you're, yeah. you're scaling You can up. just look at it and tell. When you went from Mario 64 to Mario Sunshine, you're still on 3D, but the graphics are better. And those kept happening. I think the, I think the better evolutions for gaming today is just how more shit, how much more shit you can cram into this game to make it, not even if it's believable, just add more shit to go, man, that's a good detail. Imagine if the game just had nothing but, man, that's a good well, fucking detail. I mean, detail. Uh, look at the act of opening a door. Yeah. Okay, in fucking... Resident Evil. Well, you let, well, walk up to a door and it cutscene door opens. Okay, well, let, let's start at the beginning. Um, you, walk, you open a door in fucking uh, an Atari game. 
and a line disappears and the block moves forward and then the line reappears behind yep. it. Okay. And back in the day they were like, Oh shit. Oh man, he opened that door. Okay, cool. And then in the next, you know, iteration where you go up to the NES and you have Mario, like the door, you know, goes and you, you pop in and you pop out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then you have, um, you, you have, uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, Resident Evil mm-hmm. where, you know, you start to see like, the doorknob turns, mm-hmm. it opens up, and you step through. You see grain detail. You mm-hmm. see hinges. And then you start to get into, like, some of the later Metal Gears and stuff where you start to see the guy reach out and grab the knob and and open the door while going through it stealthily, mm-hmm. you know? Opening well, the door a maybe. little bit, opening it a little bit more, you know? Yeah. And maybe, you know, 20 years from now, motherfuckers have got the damn things inside the lock mm-hmm. the mechanism of the lock actually being shown stuff like that but we've already come 80 percent of the way yeah it's the other 20 that's going to take up 80 percent of our time as we go for 100 percent fidelity yeah okay eventually somebody you know and they're starting to do it right now with star citizen is get uh, ultra specific about how stuff works. Mm-hmm. You know, where a bullet passes through this ship at this angle, it's going to touch these systems and affect these systems in this way. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's really cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can get a lot more detailed than the Star Citizens doing it, but we're not there yet. And I think that, you know, maybe 30 years from now, we're having this conversation and I'm like, I told you, I told you you should have agreed with me. Here's a question. Where, start with Greg on this one. Uh-oh. Where do you, where do you want to see gaming go in the next, you know, twenty years from now? Like, where do you want to see that? What do you want to be able to do? What do you want to be able to play? How do you want to play? I mean, really, just seeing what we have now and like talking about all these things that you know we're figuring out we can do. Like, I just want to be able to do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. You know, like. You know, you talk about like memory limitations. Like, there's Atari games that you literally can't beat because they ran out of code, right? Or ran out of room to put yeah, the code. Just like, mm-hmm. fuck it, we're not. Yeah, and they're like, end. fuck it, we're done. Mm-hmm. But you know, like in you know, RPGs are huge, but you can't really talk to every NPC, or they've got like one or two things they say. Mm-hmm. You know, and where the where the main themselves. people, you've got the fucking wall of text like I want to be able to go talk to any fucking buddy I want and get a story like I got three kids and I'm late for my shift like who the fuck are you asshole like mm-hmm. stop talking to me yeah like just I mean you know more realism not visually but interactively right and I think it's the way we're heading yeah I mean a lot of a lot of games today do shit like that and, and the more the more you hear games that come out again I hate to plug a newer game but like Breath of the Wild it's just one example the more games come out that say man this game is Every actually open like Breath of the Wild <laughs> this game is actually open world it's large and expansive and there's shit to do in the world like you can tell me all if Just Cause 2 came out and you couldn't do shit in Just Cause 2 it would be just a big fucking world yeah. With just a bunch of, of bunch of fucking stilted things moving around you can't interact with, you can't play with. You give me a game as big as the map size of Just Cause 2, but you fill it with all the shit you can do and like games like Breath of the Wild, 
oh man, you could just have a field day. Well, well, what about the narrative? Like, what is your point? I don't need a point. I'll get to the point when I feel like it. I mean, even like the newer Grand Theft Autos, like you'll see some random person running from the fucking cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can run and beat his ass, and the cops yeah. are like, "Thanks, bro, we got it from here." You can like, just stop. On not the corner. always. Not always. Sometimes, yeah. they, yeah, they, sometimes don't, they don't. But yeah, you can it. just stop on the corner of Grand Theft Auto Five and just sit there, and then here People comes watch. some shit, and you're yeah. like, "I wonder, I wonder." Okay, so that person's chasing that person. I wonder what happened. I wonder why that happened. Yeah. And you know, yeah, from a gameplay perspective, that's just two people that have a script involved. But when you're playing the game and you're involved with all this shit and that just happens in front of you, you're like, whoa, why is that? Whoa, what happened? I like that. I like when shit just happens. Mm-hmm. I like to see somebody that's walking to the work and like, oh, they're stopping here at the mart. That must be where they work. I can't and they come out with groceries. Was. Oh, no, they just went grocery shopping. Cool. I think it was that. I think it was the Deus Ex guys that said they just wanted to recreate one city block. Mm-hmm. Perfectly accurately, yes. and that was their goal. Yeah, and I I, I agree with that. It's mm-hmm. it, it whoever said it was dead on that if you can get to that level of fidelity mm-hmm. to where you have people going on with their lives, and, and here's the problem, and old old shit brain fucking did call this out mm-hmm. there is a limit to how much freedom you can have based on the ability of a person to write yeah they can't write every person they can't write six billion different motivations for every person in the world so you can just walk out your door and keep walking and find an infinite number of different people with different fucking goals in life different aspirations that you can quiz them on infinitely mm-hmm. at some point you have to say okay these motherfuckers they just can't do that yeah you know that's not you're not you're asking too much from the game developer. but my question is is there a way to make it nigh uh, is there a way to get enough iterations to where you'll get bored with the game before you run out I say yes and I say it only it takes two things it takes more technological advances. It takes our memory and processing power, speed, and all that. It takes us to have a huge generational gap or two, and then it takes time. I hate to do another fucking Star Citizen episode, but this is exactly what Star Citizen is doing right, that people give them shit for, and it's a big fucking joke, but they're doing the right thing. They're t- they have found a stopping point, yes, but they took their time. They had this two or three year idea. They built this shit, built this engine and got this shit. And they said, okay, we kind of have a product here. Let's keep going. Let's keep adding more shit. Okay, now let's stop at a microscopic level. Don't just tell me I can build this one. We have 20 worlds. Let's not just build the one world bigger. Let's go into that world and go down to one of these continents and go down to one of these large cities. and Let's detail this city. Let's add this. Let's make this city unique. As opposed to going to planet X-22 and finding the same fucking carbon-pasted city, we just gave the, the people a color change. So, if we have the capacity to do it, and we have enough people that can do it, and enough budget, and, and people just chill the fuck out and let companies build this over time, it can be done. But it, the problem the is, time, as as this gaming industry as a machine keeps going and going, and it's like, no, we got to have another game. You end up, you end turn up with profit. Star Citizen's problem. Okay, and Star Citizen's problem, be it a good thing or a bad thing, is that people know too much about what's going on with it. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's got big-ass promises, and if it fails to deliver, it's a colossal bust. Mm-hmm. Um, if it partially delivers, 
It just depends on what level of partially did we achieve. Did we get 95% accuracy? Did we get 90, mm-hmm. 85, 70, 50, you know? <clears throat> but right now, if you were to go, if you were to go into the beta, you would not get what you were promised. Yeah. Um, but that's part of game design. Yeah. Um, so you have all this pressure. And you like there was a news article not too long ago about well they're fucking lying their asses off and they're they're full of shit and this is not gonna be anything like it's supposed to be and all these people got fucking scammed. Sounds like No Man's Sky. You talking about No yeah, Man's it Sky? It sounds now? a lot like No Man's Sky. <laughs> uh, but No Man's Sky fulfilled that destiny. Star Citizen has yet to release, so it yeah. does, it hasn't. Um, and it's they still multiple years into the development cycle have not said okay here's a release date yeah okay much less you know a finished product that that i think is one of the and bigger that, that is a that is a a green flag right if we're there. talking about the the you know evolution in gaming and, and if and the, the pros and cons of it i think one of the cons this this is where i'm going to start stabbing my own argument right in the fucking face damn it I want gaming to be huge. I want gaming to be touted up just like fucking Super Bowl, just like the Olympics. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, frog in my throat now. Did you give me a frog? Yep. You transfer a frog? Oh, man. Must I have been kissed earlier, up. huh? Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> I, want, out of my dick. I want gaming to be taken as serious as these other huge world hobbies, these other huge world pastimes. But the problem is, as it has gotten bigger, just like any other fucking industry that gets bigger, I'm looking at you, Hollywood, money becomes involved. When money becomes involved, companies as a whole start, this is this is my tout against EA, my rant against EA, they start as a small company that wants to do great fucking games for people. Like McDonald's started as the fucking, we just want to give 15 cent burgers to people. But the more they had to grow, the people that started investing money went, we can make a profit off of this. We can make a profit off Konami and Capcom and Squaresoft. You guys need to start pumping out products. Call of Duty, uh, you know, BioWare and all these big gaming franchises. And you start, I start seeing companies less and less trying to, even though there are great big gamer at heart people that develop these games, I see companies coming in and going, hey, you, you, you need to start pumping this game out. We got a deadline of so and so, and they're like, all, "But there's all these things we can do." And they're like, "Hey, that. we need to make a profit. You need to, you need to tailor to the biggest audience, not because we want the biggest audience to go play Mario and go Yahoo. We want to play to the bigger audience that they can put money in our fucking pockets." Well, and that's what I hate. That. It's not, that's the evolution of gaming that I do not like. It well, I mean, you should be happy then because you not only have the the actual triple a side of gaming anymore triple a is not the kings aren't that is that is true now you have indie Mm -hmm. and indie and with things like uh the humble bundle and the actual uh patreon stuff like that Mm -hmm. you have games getting green star citizen you know it's all crowdfunded it was like man that idea sounds fucking awesome Mm -hmm. and it looks like you can pull it off I'll give you my money. I feel like the more the bigger a company gets, while it's great that they can say... It just say, doesn't want to take the risk. It's a profit margin thing. But and that's the that's the problem. A but game, it's not, a it's game not gets, so much a problem as it is... It's a problem for that AAA company. 
<laughs> because they aren't willing to take the risk. But they are willing to let someone else take the risk and then pump out games with that feature. But So I, you may see another spin on, say, Star Citizen <clears throat> becomes successful. Mm-hmm. We may get, uh, you know, a, a Star Citizen-esque triple a title come out Mm -hmm. and it might be three times better in star citizen but now that it it wouldn't have gotten greenlit before Mm -hmm. but now you've got the multi-million dollar companies doing it yeah and they've got the money and the ass to to back it up and they can get you know fucking vin diesel and all these other motherfuckers come in voice act yeah okay so it's a good thing and a bad thing you got the the grassroots kind of pushing forward the innovation but you also have the AAA is still there with the muscle. And AAA yeah. needs to exist. Yeah, it does. It, it needs to exist. I, and, yeah. it, and if it has to exist in its current form, let it. Um, but the grassroots existing now and being grown and nurtured where mm-hmm. it, the way it is, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, Steam Greenlight and all these, these ways that they have to mass distribute their games now that didn't exist before. Mm-hmm. It, it's a huge, huge thing for everybody. Yeah. And I think it, it's going to do nothing but wonders as the tech improves, as the, the software improves, all of this stuff improves. Mm-hmm. We're going to see just a massive increase. See, this is why, this is why I, I love Kickstarter and crowdfunded yep. things and why I get on such a fucking tirade when I hear of developers abusing this system because let's say the three of us sit down and we design a game and we get a game going. Greg, yep. well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Greg, Adam, and Michael can come up with some currency, some type, but nowhere near the currency needed to actually get this game in real bid development. So we put it out there to crowdfund, and we put this idea with it. This is the idea of the game we want to come up with. And people go, fuck yeah, I'll donate some money. I'd play that shit. Fuck yeah. And you get, you know, you get the five, ten dollars, but then you get the big guys who are like, man, I feel your passion. Five thousand dollars. Hey man, I know where you're coming from. I get what you're saying. Hey, there's a dog eat dog world out here. I know you need money. Here's fifty thousand dollars. And then those games get developed, and when they're good, they're great. But then you get the shit people that take the money and give you a shit game and run with it. And it's like, God damn it, because you know I had no other choice. The only other choice I had was to take a AAA company to come in and go, sure, we'll fund the game for you. Okay, but now we got some buy rules. We need a deadline. We need this many trailers. We need this many tech demos. You need to show up at E3. You need to do this. And it's like, I just want to, this game is getting bigger than our ideas. We We need time. I'm not going to give you time. I'm going to give you money. I'm not going to give you time. Where you have the difference between, um, you know, the guy who made No Man's Sky, who was pretty good. Okay. But he wasn't immaculate. And he didn't show off a lot of the concepts of what he did. With crowdfunding, you got to be fucking careful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the reason I believe in Star Citizen is because the guy has a resume. Okay. The guy has a resume of pumping out big ass games. Mm-hmm. Not just, you know, not just little fucking shit games. The guy, he didn't, you know, invent Tetris, but he did fucking, he did make Wing Commander, the entire series of Wing Commander. Mm-hmm. Okay. The guy knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he had the technical and business prowess to 
not only show off what he thought was the concept for his for his game, but to have a working demo before he even went to crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is a, it's not so much of a playable demo, but this is kind of like what we're going for. Mm-hmm. You know, and then this and this. And then he went off about some stuff that he didn't have time to show or mm-hmm. time to show a model for. So when you're doing crowdfunding, you got to be careful. There are a lot of awesome concepts I've seen I get crowdfunded just because and that I wouldn't have personally donated to mm-hmm. just because they and they've got no proof that they're capable of doing it. True. You know, that's true. if you if. You know, no, no offense, you know, needed, but if you two decide to come up with a game idea, the concept could be sound. But if all you have is like some sketchy character art and, you know, a concept, you know, done with flashcards of what you think the gameplay would be like, I don't see this going very far because, yeah. I mean, but what programmer are you going to get to code this? Well, and see, that's can the he thing. even do it? And the the more people you get involved with it, that's more fingers in the pies. I got no problem with the more fingers in the pies. I got people. I got problems with the people putting their fingers in and saying, "This is how I want it to stir. This is how I want it to be done." It's like ugh. you you have to have some kind of core concept of what you want to do. You have to have some some sort of this is where we're going. And it seems like the more people, the more the more money muscle put behind it. It's more people going, hey, we're invested in this. We got money involved. We, we got the largest stake in this well, game that, for our money. So we're going to make the calls. We need, we need to say well, what's no, going on well, and what's not what, going on. What ends up happening with stuff like Patreon is you make the money, no strings attached. Mm-hmm. You give the money up, you might do it for a stretch goal or something like that. And for the stretch goal, you're guaranteed to get whatever it was your stretch goal was. Yeah. Okay, but at the same time, you know, if they shit out a turd, then... You know, you put $50,000 into a turd. Yeah. It's $50,000 shinier. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, you always, we've been talking about as far as like big money coming down. I think you see the same thing with like early access games where it's like, hey, like you pay the 35 bucks, you can play this game while we develop it. Mm-hmm. And what winds up happening is like games take time, especially when you're like a big ass game or like mm-hmm. some sort of simulator, you know, like. And then you have a bunch of little people like wanting these one or two little things. And then when it doesn't happen, as soon as they want it, they're like, oh, this is a shit game. And then they just yeah, walk away and then it dies in the water. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you just fucking wait, like eventually we'll have a game like this is you didn't buy the game. We told you you're not buying a complete game like you're here to help us. Like, this is what we're doing. Like, just give us some fucking time. This is where the gaming industry as a whole is shooting itself in the foot. And it's come every new generation. It's come every new game. We need to, you got, this is where your good old console PC wars shit's going to come involved, is you got mm-hmm. consoles that are just striving to kick each other in the throat. And it seems like the idea has gone less from, let's give new great games. It's we need to be the forefront out there. You know, instead of doing that, so why don't you take the time, talk to your developers, get the game developers to be able to take, I, I'm a patient fucking dude. I can wait. I waited for Breath of the Wild. I've got it. It's great. What? If, well, what if they took another year and a half? Fucking great. If the product's going to be better, cool. You know, they need to stop pushing shit out to get it out now to get that profit margin. Take your time. Make the game good. Make it fun. Yep. It became less about making great games and more about just 
you know, let's fuck over the other guy. Yeah. And it never needed to be that way. If Nintendo as a whole, if if every gaming company and every game developer came out with the mentality that Nintendo used to have back in the day, shady methods or not, of we want to put this shit in every household, we want to put this in everybody's hands, nobody's excluded, we do have the hardcore audience tailored, we do have the casual audience tailored, we've got your neighbor tailored, your grandparents tailored, your coworker tailored. If everybody could get involved in that, Maybe the industry could grow better. Maybe it could stop being this games are not for everybody. It's games or whatever in the other medias. But I just, I don't see it yet. I don't know what's going to take it. Maybe VR and augmented reality will help take it. I don't know. If people don't seem to be interested and don't have the wherewithal to pick up a fucking a, a controller with 11, 12 buttons on it and go walk around Grand Theft Auto, I don't see them having inclination to go put on a fucking headset and a and a and a I told you and a, these people are gonna die. <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna take for this whole medium to be pushed up to the elevation it, that it deserves, day, but it's not. Our right children's now. children will look at us and go, Fucking grandpa don't know how to fucking walk in VR without vomiting everywhere and dying. <laughs> Do you think if gaming goes the way that you would like it to go, where like everybody just makes phone games and everything, do you think that's going to be a good thing for the yeah, industry? Or do you think, think it's going to start watering down? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a misrepresentation of what I want for the industry. What I think is going to happen is PCs are going to take over the high-end stuff, and you're going to have uh, phones take over the low-to-mid mm-hmm. range stuff, and you're going to have your, you know more casual type games just be stuff people can pull up on their phone or tablet and you'll have the more hardcore um porn oh god (laughs) oh 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 god more hardcore go ahead and tell them about the japanese vagina adapters and man yeah oh god the triple a porn games that exist in the world yeah that see but that right there the more shit like that that gets pushed out in the limelight People, they, the, the society as a whole brushes over Witcher Three. They brush over the, the new Call of Duty. They look at look look at the degenerate shit that gaming is. Man, yeah, I don't see whatever many people talking about that. What, Thank that, God that that is part of American culture. Um, you know they show, you know they aren't afraid to show partial or full nudity on TV in Europe. Yeah, and they're not afraid to show some things in Japan. Um, but for the way that we are as a country, um, I don't think we're ready for mainstream porn games to get marketed, uh, but they do do that in Japan and there are AAA Japanese fucking porn companies. Now, Adam, I know you've heard the old trope that what pushes new media and what pushes new media format is porn. Well, Hey, video games are a format. No, I mean maybe are, porn should step in the industry. I mean, you know, porn. There are there have been fucking porn games on video games for a long time. Long time. Now the jiggle physics have gotten better, much better, much, better, much, much, much independently <laughs> better. And uh, independently, I like how you added that little snippet yeah, in. It's, it's jiggle it's physics ind- are independently independent better. Jiggle physics mm-hmm. are. Like the fucking best thing about gaming. What? Call it right now. <laughs> Call it right now. 
Oh my god. But no. Um it will it, it it would push the market forward. I don't think it's gonna push the American market forward. Yeah, don't don't take that seriously. That was just that was just a big funny joke. Ha ha. Think the real question is, do you think you think gaming's gonna grow? You think it's gonna be bigger and better than what it is, or you think we're just always gonna be stuck in this fucking ah video games, little kid shit, whatever, it's bleep bloops. Meh. No, I don't think we're there now. I think that the old people are dying, and the more they die, I, I, it, Greg, I say, this is a fact. Old they, people die. Well, I, yeah, and I mean, I, I say they die, but what I really mean is that you know their ideals get, are dying. Their their, their ideals die. Their with stereotypes them. are dying. They they stop. I don't know. You stop having the oh. What a naughty girl! She showed her ankles. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. No, you stop having these these crazy fucking people that believe this bullshit and mm-hmm. have these you know outdated fucking sentimentalities mm-hmm. where they're you know they get offended by cleavage. Yeah. Okay, and now you can have a you know. Cleavage on TV, and it's that's not even considered provocative, really. Yeah. One day, games will be that way. More mature content. And, yeah, and there's always going to be that person out there that says, okay, well, that's sexist. But games have always been the great equalizer. Mm. There, there has never been a more equal playing field than video games. Well, yeah, that is true because anybody and everybody, if they just took the time, can play yeah. any your, game. Your I mean. sister could whoop your ass in fucking Mario if she puts in the time that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could whoop your ass in Smash Brothers. There's no, you know, inherent. it's not inherently better to be a male and play video games than it is to be a female and play video games. It's mm-hmm. an equal playing field. Yeah, go watch, go watch tournaments. Go watch, go so, watch Twitch shit. Go watch yeah. uh, all, all these things. There's males and females. Correct. So, so I mean, or you know, gender fluid. Whatever. The idea from. that it's just you know, there are going to be things that cater to men. There's going to be things that cater to women, and you're going to see more of both in the future. I think. Here's as a the, question. Especially as the as gaming develops. Here's a question. You got a coworker that works with you. They predominantly go home and play I mean, they watch T V four or five hours a day. Okay. How hard is it for you to tell that person about gaming? How hard it's is it for you to easier. try to convince that person, hey, you should, there's some games out it's there? Get, it's getting easier. It is used it? To, yeah. It is. It used to be a really taboo subject. Mm-hmm. Um Especially when I was growing up as a kid, you'd want to reveal you got too fucking nerdy. Yeah. About you know any kind of game you didn't. Sure, there are three three nerds right in this room right now that that can tell you all the horror stories and the good stories over fucking nerds, and they just chase you around through fucking shit at you. But yeah, it did. Now Star Wars is popular. Lord of the Rings is popular. Avengers are popular. It's not. It's it doesn't make you a goddamn nerd to know what a fucking Hobbit is. Mm-hmm. There's all these nerd culture groups on Facebook, and we've taken over. I think it's just a, a whole fact bar that, down here now dedicated to all that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 In I'm Biloxi, going I think. Uh, like the way, got, the way we're cracking, I think. Yeah, they've they got, like, yeah. dedicated D&D tables, and they mm-hmm. have, like, video game tournaments, and, and they got, like, wow. reading coves, and... Quizzes like, over nerd, yeah, like nerd quizzes. Nerd trivia night, mm-hmm. and 
whatever team wins one week gets to pick the topic for next week's Holy trivia. crap. Yeah. I had no idea this existed. Yeah. Found out about it yesterday. Shout out to the Wayward Kraken. You know who you are. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I think that would be another topic to discuss is talking about has – okay, so – the big thing is nerd culture is big now. Like, it's okay. It's a cool thing. Has nerd culture really become an okay thing? Has nerd culture really blown its fucking asshole out and now it's okay to be a jock or a nerd? Or do those stereotypes even exist to this day? Is Comic that, Or is that just a fucking school, high school thing? Comic books, video games, fucking old novels, geeky TV shows. They're all fucking mainstream now. It seems like when you were a kid, this I think that I think that's a problem with these stereotypes is they're revolving around kids and teenagers, and those kids and teenagers are only subject to really what they can have, what they can buy, or what they're mainly what their parents give them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you get out into the real world, you find people that have a plethora of hobbies. That that dude down the road, yeah, he play, he he watches football. He also loves to go hiking. He goes hunting every season, but he's not a fucking redneck. He just likes to hunt. He's also got a bicycle. He's he's done a couple races on his bicycle, and he likes biking, you know? People mm-hmm. have different Sometimes diverse. he likes to go down to the bar and suck dude's dick. That don't make him gay. He just sucks his dick every now and then. <laughs> just one or two don't make you wow. gay. Wow. <laughs> the point being is that People have a diverse set of hobbies and things that they like. And I think when you get to be an adult, this is mainly for all of you teenage audiences listening to us. None of it fucking matters. Do what the fuck you want to do. Do your thing. You're going to have people that are going to be, you're going to find some person, you're going to look at them and what they wear or what they drive or what their job is, and you're going to be like, I want to suck his dick. No, you're going to go, I bet you I know what that person does in their hobby. I hear the the things they talk about. I bet you I know what they're into. And then you're going to get to their house, and you're going to look at their hobbies and go, man, I didn't know you like mountain climbing. That's fucking weird. Yeah, man. I didn't know you like canoeing. I didn't know you like traveling all over the world. That's that's pretty crazy. That's pretty badass. Stereotypes of nerds exist. I think they social media exist. I don't think that they exist in the... In the adult world, the way they used to. I mean, really, to me, like, a nerd now is like, you know, any kind of hobby you have, like, you can completely immerse yourself in fucking anything now. Mm -hmm. Like, you can be a nerd about just about anything. It doesn't have to be comic books or video games or anything like that. Like, whatever used to be. It's all... all the same thing. Like I just really fucking like what I like. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much. I the wish ever your boat. I wish yeah. the gaming media would get up to that level so we could stop having that stereotypical shit. I just wish the gaming media as a whole would just grow and be bigger and better and more badass. Be, really, just be better experienced. Just I wish more people thing. could get involved in it and be like, "Hey, man, this shit's." I mean, it's controllers, yeah, but good shit. I didn't know there was this deep storyline. Like, yeah, you like. You like that game, that movie, the show Walking Dead, right? I went through all three of the games. <laughs> you like that show Walking Dead, right? Oh, yeah, man. I'm on, I, I watch every season. Uh, it's a family thing with me and my girlfriend. I don't, I don't have time for such trivial matters. Well, if I have you, math to do. If, if, <laughs> if, if, if you like the show, what if I told you there was a video game that's tailored around that whole thing? Oh, yeah, hold no, on now. Too long. Hold on now. The video that's games. what get in the way of my beer crafting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I'm too busy sharpening wood. 
Oh, God. Oh, the wood sharpening. It's my, my fucking hobby. Wood sharpening is your hobby? I love it. Greg, you got any... my wood every day. You got any questions for, for uh, old Mike and Adam here? Anything? Anything you want to say before we go? Before we sever your ties because of your uh, dominant love? I would like to say it's been a delight. Oh, Ooh. shit. Uh... Definitely not what I expected in a good way. Oh, yeah. That's good. Had a great time. Mm-hmm. Got to meet some new people. Got to talk to some old people. Yep. It's always good when you Fucking meet somebody and you, like, you don't know. And this, this, I mean, it goes to anybody with any hobby. You know, I, I, I ride motorcycles, so I can tout to that, that feeling. Uh, and it's go, I'm, I'm just using that as one example. It goes to any hobby. When you meet somebody that you think has the same interests as you, you, I kind of step back and I'm like, what is your interest level? Not on an asshole, like, oh, you yeah. better, you better get to my level. It's more like, I wonder what they've been through. Mm-hmm. And they start talking gaming and you're like, oh, shit. Oh now, yeah! Let me show you my oh, truth. Man. I got a gamer here. Hell yeah! It's not even my final form. Yep. <laughs> Adam was like, "You should play Dark Souls and Mass Effect's great." And he was right, and then he was so fucking wrong. Oh man! Oh man! I think I was on the money like hey. four or five times in a row, and then I finally shat a stinker, and he was like, Boo, "Just I'm, look how many I'm, hours you've been here on this podcast. You could have been home. I could have with I Andromeda could be and been hours like into Andromeda, yeah, balls deep in some Asari poon. Tank. But hey, you you thought of the audience but instead. Hey, that's just a theory. <laughs> oh, stop! That shit's probably trademark. <laughs> well, that's gonna do it for today's episode. Uh. Thank you again, Greg, for coming. Thanks for being on the cast. Multiple times. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we appreciate you having you around. Uh, Your beard tickles. (laughs) That's what it's built for. Yeah, our breaks get real intimate around you. Yeah. Thanks to everybody for tuning in and listening. Uh, I don't know why I say tuning in. You don't tune in. You fucking go to a browser and you click a button. You use the goddamn diode clicking in and listening. Yep, you click a play button. Uh, Thanks, everybody. who Michael button. No, there is Multiple no skip. There will never be a skip Michael button. Saying that right now, fact. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for checking us out again. We appreciate it. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to talk about maturity in gaming, you know, what do you think of the industry as a whole? Where do you think it's going? Uh, how impressed are you at how far it's come? Like, what things have stuck out in your mind of the innovations in gaming and, and, the, and the growth of gaming as an industry? What do you think about it? Where do you think it's going? Are you happy with where it's going? Are you scared about where it's going? Uh, you can drop us a line on the Facebook page. Uh, we also have a Twitter up. Same thing. You can tweet at us. We love being tweeted at. I don't think we've been tweeted at one time. We've oh, been God. retweeted a couple times, but nobody's like, hey, man, I'm tweeting at you. I have to perfect dodge a tweet. Oh, God. Um, it's kind of old school, but you can still send us an email. We have an email address at uh, endoftimecast at gmail.com. That's endoftimecast at gmail.com. No funny spelling, nothing crazy. Just shoot us an email. Let us know thoughts. We love questions. The main, most important thing we need from everybody is to please share. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's share please functions. Share us. Oh my God. Um, we tried our best to make things a little bit easier to get a hold of. You can find us on SoundCloud. That's where you're listening to us right now. Just tell people to go to SoundCloud and look for the end of time. Should be real easy to find us. If you know anybody that likes podcasts or gaming or both, 
tell them about us. Let us know. If Let, they like Chrono Cross, don't tell them. Yeah, no, even if you like Chrono Cross, no. if you like Chrono Cross, send us email about why. We'd love to hear why. You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. I'm Michael. And I'm Adam. And I'm Greg. <laughs> All right, good, good night, everybody. <laughs>